0: to the collective podcast um we got a really amazing talent on tonight uh a recent friend of mine i like to make fun of and joke around with <laughs> have a good time uh he's, he's wicked talented he's been uh doing concept design and art in general for a long time now i actually have some stuff of his and like some early books okay um but uh, yeah, uh, he does concept art for movies and video games. Uh, recent stuff that he just did that he was able to show is uh, he did a ton of really amazing work for the critically acclaimed video game called The Last of Us. Um, people are nerding out like crazy over that game. So, um, so it's a huge congrats to him and his work is really amazing um, on it and what he did. And, and uh, being a part of the team, he really, I think he probably really contributed a ton. To his vision. So um yeah, but without further ado, I'm gonna introduce uh the amazing Mache Kuchara.
1: Oh that's that, very flattering it? to hear all that.
0: <laughs> well I gotta make you sound somewhat valuable, man. Ah, come on, dude. <laughs>
1: no man.
2: Uh
0: but, you know, yeah. All okay. jokes aside. Um, all jokes aside. Hello everybody. <laughs> yeah, say hello.
1: Yeah, yeah. Hi.
0: <laughs> no man. I mean uh Um Yeah i mean if you if you're listening to this and you don't know who he is um there's a link in whatever posting i have and you can see his work and and browse through it because it's yeah he's up on the he's at the top tier of this industry i think at least that's my opinion so but it is his work is really phenomenal he does everything from character design to um concept design to environments to sets um Lighting, right? You do like a ton of stuff, really. Yeah. You don't I, really. You don't like.
1: Really... Yeah. I kinda try to touch base on pretty much all of it, just to have like you know some knowledge about it at least, and use it for work. It's very flattering what you're saying, by the way. Oh. I don't consider myself being a top tier
0: at you, all. You don't? You should. No, not really. Well, I'll be your cheerleader on the sideline. <laughs> Well, it seems like you're, you've like I don't know what happened in recent time. I mean, your work has always had it like a well, it's had it for a while now. Um, I mean, what's that one from the concept Digital Art Masters Volume Four? How long ago was that?
1: Um, that was around. Oh my god, I can't remember. Like 2008, maybe 2007. Yeah, I think 2007.
0: And dude, you got the cover, you slimy bastard. How did that feel <laughs> when you like picked up a awesome dude? It awesome. had to have been right because you pick up an you go to the store or you get sent it the copy of the book and it's got all this yeah. amazing art in it, and then you're on you're chosen to be on the cover. It's...
1: It was definitely a great exposure because I got a lot of work out of this.
0: Yeah, what like video game companies and um, movies and, and stuff? Yeah, yeah, a lot of much. movies. Is that how um, Rodriguez got a hold of you?
1: Uh, I don't think so Not yet. but I heard I had a couple of emails from from well-known production designers mm. I don't want to name them right now but they oh, were like on. they were like saying oh I'm like I'm a fan of his work I'm a little bragging right now um, but it's just I guess it's just like a word of the mouth like you know it's just a name cycling just being there yeah. between those guys and eventually just started surfacing in in, in emails
0: awesome and so from that that was like a really big breakthrough for you though like in 2007
1: Um, no I don't think so you've had stuff Um, before that right it was like it was like yeah it it was a breakthrough in terms of um, finding my ways I guess Mm. and deciding what to do with my career and my work and everything but it was I think it was two two years later when I actually started getting more and more um, requests for like commissions and all that.
0: Yeah, like... People... I, I mean,
1: right after right after that that book appeared on the shelves, there was a couple of game studios that were asking for me.
0: Instantly. Um, and this is when you're back. Were you in the States then or were you up back in
1: Poland? No, I was, I was actually... By that time I was working um, at Crytek.
0: Crytek. No, what's yeah, that? Yeah, we,
1: we finished. We finished Crisis. Uh, it's a it's a it's a game studio in in Germany. Okay. They're located in Frankfurt right now. Okay. Uh, when I joined them, they were in the Coburg, Bavaria. The,
0: um, the motherland.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Actually, you know what? Coburg was awesome because it was like a really small, picturesque town mm-hmm. with like a castle on top of a hill
0: that's so overlooking
1: awesome. the city. And like the city was super small.
0: Yeah, it's awesome.
1: It was nice, very well, like, nice.
0: I'm like half German, but I've never been to Germany. I'm hopefully I'm going to Berlin uh, in September, so. Right.
1: But so yeah, definitely, definitely go to Bavaria. It's awesome. Munich dude. is Munich is beautiful.
0: Well, I'm a huge motorsport fan, and like I love BMW cars, so.
1: Yeah, dude, get just... like a, get like a M sec M6, M6 from, okay. from, from from Berlin. Yeah, and then just drive it, drive it down to Munich.
0: Dude, it'd take me like five minutes to get there? Cause I'd be doing like a thousand miles an hour. <laughs> there is no,
1: there is no speed limit. Yeah, the, I know. I don't think they'll there, let so... Americans
0: on that road, though, huh?
1: Why not? I mean, come on, dude. Because we're you, too you crazy. A... Nah.
0: <laughs>
1: Man, nah. it's crazy. I mean, come on. <laughs>
0: yeah. About? Um. I mean, yeah. We're not crazy at all. We're actually quite tame. <laughs> yeah <laughs> no sorry but so you um so you had we can go back back before that but i was just this was the first time that i had seen your art without knowing who you were or cool. understanding who you were and it was cool um rediscovering your art i think it was danny danny sent me another link or he showed me i think something you did for lms or something
1: right it was and, like a couple of months ago
0: yeah 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 it was a couple months ago i was like geez way to make us all feel bad you jerk (laughs) and then i checked out your site and i was like i scrolled down to the bottom of the page and i was like oh this is the guy that did that cover okay cool and uh yeah it was cool i liked i liked how you dissected your setup and how you worked it all out and stuff and it's cool you know it's like not every artist speaks to you and everybody has a different Mm -hmm. style and stuff but definitely i remember that was a it was a memorable image, because I think all the, the adjustments and changes that you did to it, you know, like you did, you changed it quite a bit through your process of making it. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. I think there was like no dude in front of it, and she had a different pose, and yeah, blades were a little bit different and stuff, and there's, I don't think that you, you added all the, the oranges and stuff later on. Yeah, there's,
1: there's cool. a lot of painting I'm doing that way, where I actually try to figure out what the fuck I'm doing. <laughs> um, <laughs> the whole time. It's not always that nice looking before it's finished so yeah well yeah
0: (laughs) well you're being humble now so good for you good for you (laughs) do you consider yourself to be a uh, well obviously you said you're not you don't think you're top tier so it's weird i mean
1: there's there's there are there are guys that are way better out there and like i know it maybe you know Maybe people will say, okay, um, I'm doing nice realistic renders. Uh, maybe that's true. Um, but when I look at Ben Proctor Uh-oh. or Steve Uh-oh. Berg, Uh-oh. 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 <laughs> Uh-oh. dude, The Proctor
0: Doctor. The... I need to get <sighs> him on the podcast. You get oh, you better do. I want to hear it, actually. <laughs> he's a he's the funniest dude. So rad. Yeah. Have you, you've worked with him, right?
1: No, I didn't. Um... I wish I did. Yeah, should... I work. I have, work you, with, have you reached out to? Him?
0: Huh? Have you contacted him at all?
1: No. Oh, okay. Maybe I'll try. Why yeah, you not? You should.
0: If you want, I can link you up with him and see. I don't know. Maybe you'll maybe you'll think that you're.
1: Yeah, who's that guy? Yeah, who's this guy? I don't guy? like him. He's yeah. Polish.
0: Yeah, he's, he's oh, Polish I, people. Oh, I forgot. He actually hates Polish people. I think they. <laughs> I yeah, think, dude. I think they killed his dog or a cat or something. I don't know.
1: Yeah, and he, his dog was called. During
0: the Japan. riots, the Polish riots of '99 they're were we're just <laughs> killing everybody's cats you guys are weird dude <laughs> anyways this, i
1: used just... to have a cat and would emphasize used to because
0: <laughs> you had to you had to conform with that right right or yeah, they would kick you uh, out
1: yeah. yeah exactly
0: yeah what's we're... that like every 10 years right it's like the equinox <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's like hunger games <laughs> it's, like a... it's for kids <laughs> but instead of hunger games you kill cats Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's only like 20 Polish citizens, it's Yeah. Not all of them, but you guys make a bad name yeah. and you're part of it, <laughs> it's so, so good, Ridiculous. video game right there, it's done, mm-hmm. it's patented, anybody listening to this, go take it, you can have our idea. We
1: should, we should write a script and file for a patent.
0: It's called The Last of Us and then uh, it's got cats written in red with blood, The Last of Us Cats. <laughs> <laughs> With a Z as an S. <laughs> oh, what happened to the conversation? I just went south, I guess. This is what happens when we do podcasts at night. I told you we got to do it in the day because I'm all, I'm actually a human in the day. But at night, turn into a cat. Yeah,
1: I wish, I wish <laughs> though, but I mean, I cannot do it during lunch breaks and I cannot do it during work, so. Dude, yeah. just tell,
0: tell Naughty Dog to suck it. <laughs> So at the same time, dude, I gotta go take a podcast break. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> They're all, what the fuck?
1: Yeah, I would just say, uh, you know, guys, uh, I know I planned some facebooking for the next four hours, but actually, I should, <laughs> I wanna do this, you know, do this podcast right now.
0: It's <laughs> uh, awesome. You can talk, like, we can talk a bit about, like, well, I mean, we jumped, we jumped around way too much, and then we we got into that <laughs> Polish cat story. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Let's go back to you're in Germany and you're working in the castle, uh, in the dungeons, making video games, <laughs> Crisis, and this is back in like
1: 2007. You said. Yeah, that's that's when we finished working on Crisis One. Okay. That's when the when it got released on PC, and there was like a couple of other things starting. What'd you, and what'd you do so on that? On Crisis? Yeah. Um, I actually joined the team towards the end like last six months uh i was there for like uh three years already but i was working on the on the different project called redemption which which was canceled like in 2009
0: oh that's a bummer probably had a lot of work in there huh
1: yeah did a lot of work (laughs) um yeah but eventually i jumped to uh to crisis team and was helping out uh was doing some some concepts for for the for the ice levels uh some some development of the creatures the aliens so for, um, sorry go ahead yeah like helping out to get like uh, ideas for for the book for the for the for the cover for the box cover
2: mm-hmm.
0: oh did uh, you do the concept art for that too yeah 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 for crisis one
1: yeah then you they used they used it eventually later on I think it's on the collect- collector's edition where you see like the full character mm-hmm. looking backwards so that's where that was like from the concept and then they kind of cropped it and had someone else outside of the studio to do the cover I think
0: how dare they but like
1: I can't remember exactly <laughs> what was that it was probably EA hiring some you know VFX guys to make it look nicely rendered but i I don't I don't know.
0: Yeah, you've done a ton of work that you haven't even shown or can't show, huh? Yeah, yeah, like tons. True. Probably
1: like what three fourths of your work. There's there's a lot of work that I did, and there is no way I can show it because it was a lot of talking or doing like really bad scribbles on paper, <laughs> and talking to R and D programmers and all that. Um, like especially on Crisis, like I was putting a lot of time with the programmers. To help out to con- like come up with with new ideas to to improve the rendering,
2: mm-hmm.
1: uh, shadows, light, all that. So you know when you when you take a screenshot and draw like red lines, <laughs> on top of it and scribbles. <laughs> like I don't think you would dare to post it <laughs> anywhere. Okay. That would okay. be funny. Well,
0: <laughs> that would be great. You should yeah. actually. That'd be, that's that's more, that's more real. Hey guys, I worked
1: on crisis. Here's my work. (laughs)
0: It's all, (laughs) you drew it with a mouse. You didn't even have your Wacom. You're just like, uh." (laughs) (laughs) for people that don't understand like how video games and and all this stuff, the production studios and all that, the pipeline kind of works. Can you kind of explain it a little bit for people that might not know that listen to this?
1: Yeah, sure. It's, it's usually, it's, it's pretty much the same or very similar to what it is in films so pre-production is the best part of it yeah. where you just come up with ideas and you can draw whatever you like in the very beginning because you're like just delivering ideas to you know to, to expand on the other ideas that designers or writers or creative directors or ceos or whoever is is writing the game right yeah um but when the game goes into production and then it becomes really boring and towards the end is just a nightmare <laughs> yeah just trying to get um, it done in production you will just sit and do like specific very specific stuff
0: yeah just to kind of execute things yeah in case so say if you're a
1: creature it. designer you will draw the same creature in millions of versions uh and then like zoom onto his face and draw that in millions of versions and then like do turnarounds or anything that will just help uh character artists to actually do it and make it look right in the game yeah and it might turn out like you're gonna spend hours and hours on it and then someone will say, okay, actually, we're not going to use it at all. So like, fuck you and you, you lost <laughs> like two months of work. Um, that yeah. happens actually very often. This is like very it's, it's hard to predict, especially in games where there's just so much stuff going on.
0: Yeah, it's there's pretty like
1: expensive technologies. Yeah, technology is moving forward so fast, right? Yeah. So something you plan, like, say you're, you're planning something now for the next two years. When like in two years there's so much shit that already happened and you want to like use it to not make the game look outdated right yeah so things are just get shuffled around and and cut and you know
0: yeah it's and crazy. That not
1: being there so like you might do tons of work and in the end it's just like five artworks you're gonna show Ugh, your shit looks just, like wolfenstein. just because of that
0: <laughs> like playstation 3 comes out you get your renders look like wolfenstein yeah, yeah. oh man <laughs> <laughs> and so you would, you, so you would be dealing with like all the pre-visual stuff, which is what you like to drive it, dive into, right? Because you yeah, like, I love that. you like to tell stories. I think there's
1: seems. no concept artist that doesn't love that, I guess.
0: Yeah, I think there's some people that um, enjoy the process of production. You know, mm-hmm. um, like you know, taking somebody else's idea and establishing them and creating them. You know, not everybody has sure. that creative like voice. You know, it's not like it's it's. A, yeah, I guess you're right. Some people have it, but not everybody, you know? I mean, some people have it and they have the position, but they shouldn't, you know? At least yeah, you're... <laughs> yeah. you're like, what the hell? But, uh, you know, whatever. But, yeah, video games are... I worked at uh, Sony a little bit just on, like, some cinematic stuff. But um, just the pipelines and the systems and stuff is just ridiculous,
1: man. It's just... Yeah. It's and the last, such a big the production. Last, the last couple of months are the worst. Yeah. Because... <laughs> Because, okay, so in most cases, or at least in the projects i work on, nothing looks like the final game until last month. Like, last four weeks is when the shit actually starts to come together. Like, when you actually start to see animations and lighting working and textures being put in, like, high-res models and all that. And it kind of, like, starts working together. It's, like, the most stressful time because it's the moment where... You're like putting together uh, a final thing from, from Lego blocks, let's yeah, say. Yeah. And then you're missing one block. Like, holy <laughs> shit, what are we gonna do right now? <laughs> it's just a building block, it's missing. <laughs> we have to do something about it. And then we crunch. And you like last last couple of last couple of months or at least last couple of weeks is usually real hardcore crunching.
2: 80,
0: like sitting there for weeks. Like, Yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. Eight hundred and- hours, dude. Hey, a hundred-hour weeks—you yeah, just invent dude. more hours, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you just build time machine and get back in time and produce more work. Dude, don't tell them go, that you have a time yourself.
0: machine. Don't tell okay. them that—they'll make you work
1: forever. Yeah. <laughs> and... But it is this like that? You just sit there, you make screenshots of the game, you paint over them. It looks horrible, but it just serves one purpose. Like that specific area doesn't look good we got to fix it and it's and likewise with the character designers and and artists and concept art concept artists right mm-hmm. so they'll take a screenshot of the character overpaint suggest what should be fixed and they just go back and back and forth back and forth
0: you seem to be are you you must be pretty proud of what you've done and accomplished for the last of us right i mean it's really beautiful work are you stoked on it or like I'm sure it sounds like you like to grow and you don't. You like to continue, so I'm not sure,
1: but it was it was fun. I mean, I actually, okay, I was fortunate enough, haha, to not be not be at Naughty Dog for the period of time where they're actually cranking the production, mm. and I came back on board. He just laughed here. all, peace out. Okay, I'll be back later. <laughs> Smart. <laughs> I came back uh for last two months of the Mm. project so like for the i missed the boring part and came for the worst part (laughs) and before that i was on the best part
0: Mm. so the the game was in production for what
1: like five years four years um we started doing it um when i joined the team I, i i'm not sure maybe i'm not sure if they were doing something something about it before but we started production or pre-production in 2010 I think okay or around that
2: mm, okay. so i was
1: like one of the first members on board mm. which was which was cool like this is this is something that is really cool about this is when you join the team on the very beginning
2: mm-hmm.
1: you're like creating things and you're like responsible and like all the work that you're creating in the very beginning will end up uh, you know will we'll, we'll shape the look of the game yeah right yeah so and like all of that awesome pieces that you look at and say like oh it's so much detail and all that yeah it was like i had like unlimited time actually like i could <laughs> sit there and just doodle
0: that's cool and like add details forever well you can tell yeah i mean an artist can tell another artist can tell like you spent a lot of time Yeah, you had had to have had time.
1: But then, like those those artworks were supposed to start a lot of conversations because the last of us was uh, specific enough because we wanted to get away from Uncharted uh, franchise Mm -hmm. in terms of look and and everything else. Like it was supposed to be something totally fresh and new. Um, So yeah, yeah, like it was it was like to start a lot of talking about light engine
0: and Greg, and again like and okay so... recruit sense photos yeah
1: yeah actually <laughs> dude you show me that stuff don't lie you know? Come and on. i showed Fess it up. i showed it to uh <laughs> to guys at naughty dog and then, and <laughs> i don't remember who was that was that nick or john or Aton saying uh dude it actually looks like something from our game (laughs) yeah
0: that's awesome (laughs) you guys got to see his his movie we're we're talking about a famous uh photographer american photographer called gregory crudson c-r-e-w-r-d-s-o-n i think yeah uh he's awesome he's got this really documentary yeah he's he does really huge film productions for his photos but his photos are just really amazing really beautiful huge massive prints and uh when I saw his work, too, on The Last of Us, I was like, wow, this is, like, really beautiful, similar mood. And to me, um, not trying to talk shit, but it, I don't really ever see this kind of level of, like, art, artistic, like, clarity, I suppose, in video games, it seems. Like, I don't play video games, so I don't know. But uh, and, and I think a lot of times people want to escape their reality and they want to have a really mm-hmm. crazy world to, to live in. And for your game, it felt so close to home. I mean, just your concept art or whatever you want to call it, your beautiful paintings or whatever, is uh, just crazy photoreal. It's got like a crazy quality to it um, that... I can, like,
1: I can tell you a secret.
0: Photo, Flickr, Google. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's not a secret then.
0: OK. <laughs> <laughs> and amazing tree clipping masks skills. <laughs> <laughs> and clone stamp butteriness. No, nah, yeah. I mean whatever, dude. I mean, there's no secret to it. I think it's all hard work. You've been you've been working at this for such a long time, you know, that all the hours are adding up and you're able to p- paint masterpieces basically. I mean, this is like this is it's pretty it's it's impressive. Like if you guys are listening and you don't know what we're talking about, go to his website, check out the last of us and just kind of click flip through there. This is for a video game, so it's it's like it's like high end movie quality, you know? Do you feel that like painting such um, I think this project probably probably called for it. And I've seen some of your other more painterly stuff and I love both of the styles, but do you think that painting stuff in this style or this realistic, um, it may be like does it inspire the team or does it make them like feel like it's gonna be harder to accomplish what like you're going for, you know, you have it's, people like trying to match what you have, but you know, not necessarily get it. Like, oh, look at the lighting behind the tree, behind the tree, behind that other tree. You it's know? both, actually. Yeah, is it a mix match kind
1: of? Yeah, because there's like this piece, uh, like all American city, which is like broken cars and there's a lot of grass. Mm-hmm. It's like almost like the sunset or late afternoon lighting. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So I, I've I've shown that I was like the I was I think that was the second concept art I did for Naughty Dog since I joined, mm-hmm. and I shown that to, to Bruce Straley, uh, the game director, and he said like, uh, you know what I actually fucking hate you <laughs> <laughs> because uh, I don't I don't see a way we could do that grass in the game. Mm. Like there is no fucking way we can do it. (laughs) But then again, it's 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 that it's that moment where you we realize okay, like we cannot do it now, but let's see what we can do with the console and with the programmers to actually make it happen. Yeah, it's it's and we're just getting getting that foliage and trees and shrubs and grass in the game. That was a nightmare, dude. It was a <laughs> lot of work.
0: <laughs> I'm sure a lot of people lost some sleep. Yeah. It's like John Lasseter said in that Pixar documentary that I love. I usually watch it once, a, once every other month or so, but he says, like, technology inspires the art, and art challenges mm. the technology or something like that. And at Pixar, I think he's very much um, keen to having, like, really... Um, yeah. really beautiful artists, really amazingly talented artists, um, executing really powerful imagery to, to supply inspiration and challenges for the techno- technological side of things, you know? And yep. you gotta have people on that team that are willing to put in the extra work because it is, it breaks down to work when somebody sees this. Like, that's funny that he said that because I'd probably say the same thing. Like, how dare you show me this? Cause I can't do this. So now it's just a big tease. And now I'm going to look at it all the time and be like, fuck, (laughs) but yeah, I think it's, I think a lot of it too, um, uh, the way that I look at your, a lot of your stuff, I feel that a lot of it breaks down to textures too. Like you're able to, um, I -hmm. don't know, you got like a really great sense of being able to, because anybody can go and take stuff off the internet, but they can't put it together this harmoniously, you know, like that's a skill. You know, and then you do like amazing painting over on top of it, which is really great as well, which makes it have like an overall feel of just like, it feels, um,
1: solid, like one solid piece, you know, I don't know. There's this one, no one DVD. I'll try to find it quickly. It's called practical light and color.
0: Mm -hmm. Who's the author?
1: Um, let me look it up. Uh, Jeremy Wickery He's uh, he's a he's a lighting artist at Pixar
2: mm-hmm.
1: like I would suggest everyone absolutely everyone to watch that video the, yeah. that that DVD yeah it's it's okay when you when you listen to it mm-hmm. it's like oh uh, yeah I I know all of that pretty much but then like it hits you well yeah I know all of that but I never use it, mm. it never it never comes to my mind to actually use it
0: yeah I saw that one. it's
1: very obvious reasoning behind it. It's just super simple rules and it's kind of like, like he's describing it more like, uh, like a 3D artist.
2: Mm. So
1: he's, he's, he's talking terms of, he's talking terms that you would connect with, with Max or, or Moto, like the same, like global illumination, bouncing lights and
0: yeah, subsurface, scattering all that, yeah, stuff.
1: subsurface scattering, all that. Okay. But it's, it's, it's really simply, uh, put together. He's just explaining in in a really easy way, and it's just like a, it it seems like a common knowledge, but when you when you when you look at it and you think about it, it's like. Fuck. I know all that, but I never use it. Yeah. It's like, you know, I know water is wet. I should drink it.
0: <laughs> or. P. And we art. never
1: think about drinking water. I ah, I'm fucking talking nonsense right now.
0: <laughs> no I, I'm, I get I get what you're saying. I mean it makes sense. Yeah. It's, it's like it's the obvious. you know why it is the obvious because like we're born into this world and we have for most part of us we have eyes I can see things and then we just kind of accept them as the truth. And there becomes there comes a transformation when you become a visual artist where you have yeah. to recreate these worlds and as good as you understand the world around you, You'll never really understand how powerful nature can actually be in the world around us. And so when you're, when you're tasked with the duty to create the world around you, it's very challenging, you know? Yeah. And, and being able to actually execute it properly is, it's a total, it's not a gift necessarily. It's a, it's a gained muscle. It's like, you know, like you just flexing that muscle all the time. So it's called practical light and color, right? Yeah. Yeah. Right. That was like, for me, it
1: was, for me, it was like eye opening.
0: Good. It even looks, though it looks really separate. educational yeah. yeah 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 there you are you big on uh the nom and dvds and stuff do you do you spend a bit of time studying and stuff as well
1: um there were a few that i really like you want to te- tell us which ones uh i don't remember exactly which ones but pretty much most of whatever scott robertson was doing okay it's really worth a while
0: for the moto um, stuff huh?
1: No, no just drawing Drawing? Just okay. just drawing, right yeah
0: yeah he, he's he's a um, people don't know he he's a I think he's still a teacher at our center right
1: yeah I think I think so
0: yeah and he, he's got like he runs design studio press and he's pretty um good friends with like um Sid Mead and and all those dudes that alumni from art center and he does like engineering design stuff and cars and yeah I remember uh, watching one of his too he talks about like drawing like a hundred thousand circles a day to get your hand used to it and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. Just like muscle memory kind of stuff. Sorry. So Scott Robertson, um, who else are you really into? Um,
1: I can't remember. I would have to look it
0: up. That's fine. Like browse through it. Maybe, but... um, maybe after this, if you get time, yeah. you can tell me which ones and I can link them to people that are interested and you know, yeah. I mean, it's, 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 it's like knowledge, right? I mean, even, yeah, even like, I mean, Naman doesn't like really make anything bad yeah, really. Exactly. All their stuff is really good because they handpick the artists that they feel are qualified enough to be teaching the rest of the people, and usually their stuff is really on point And they got you know good people like doing one. Have you done one yet?
1: Mm, no. No, you should. I t- haven't.
0: Have you um, reached out to them at all?
1: They reached out to me busy. once or twice, but I was already like I was busy mm. already, so I couldn't couldn't even spare extra.
0: Yeah, it's not. It's I don't. I don't. I can't imagine it's easy. It's probably a lot of work to do that.
1: Yeah, I guess. I mean, I've never been teaching. I was. I was having opportunities, but I never like considered that. Mm -hmm. I guess, and it's a lot of preparation. And I don't know. Like, I don't like right now. I don't feel like I want to do it, even though I want to share whatever I do. Yeah, you know what I mean. You you don't like want I don't to... feel like I don't feel like I'm in a, still like I'm so good, or in a place to actually go out and teach people how to do stuff.
0: Oh really? So um, you just so I think you have the skills, so you just feel like you're not good at communicating what you're doing. Um,
1: yeah, maybe, or it's just like I don't feel that I can contribute to to artists that are like uh. trying to break into industry. but maybe you know maybe i'll change my mind one day get hit by a truck or something or kill a kitten
0: (laughs) dude we (laughs) we already covered that the polish riots of 99
1: hey you know what we already talked about it you're gonna get back to the roots you know
0: (laughs) 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 to the motherland yeah no i i think yeah you know um yeah, you're probably thinking about it too much, but that's good that you would wouldn't mind um, sharing and giving uh, to the to the uh, community. I find that the guys that are strongest in the community or the ones that are um, out there giving as much as they can to the people that are around them or on the DVDs or whatnot, you know. Mm-hmm. Because like I, even Vitaly said it perfectly. He said that because I asked him the same thing about how he did his NOM and DVDs and he does more and stuff, and I was like. So I was like, was it hard giving away a lot of your secrets? And he was like, well, at first it was, and then he's like, and then I realized that now I have to just step it up to my next level, you know. So I'm like, that's yeah, that's a good way of looking at it, because you know sure. that you know that once you reveal all those secrets, everybody's gonna be like, you're gonna have a bunch of clones around, you know. And then, uh, and then what do you do, you know? So it's it's kind of weird, right? It's like this weird like you don't want to do it because you want to have a job. <laughs> but you want to do it because, like, a real important part of art, I think, is 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 uh, showing it. You know, is is express yeah. is expressing it and expressing like your love for it and creating things. At least that's my take on it. Are you? Do you feel the same way?
1: Um, yes and no. I actually had an interesting chat with Sean Hargreaves. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a he's a veteran of of Hollywood. He's like. I think he, his first work was like for Jurassic Park 2 and 7 and all those amazing films
2: very
0: cool that I
1: grew up on mm-hmm. um, so we, we had a chance to, to sit down uh, on a lunch break and, and chat about exactly the same topic mm. and the conclusion was that pretty much everyone can train themselves to be an illustrator yeah like you can learn all of all those techniques and you know, become a really good illustrator, can create awesomely looking stuff that will be nicely rendered, all, of, all that. But he said, becoming a designer, mm. it's a whole new topic.
0: Totally. It's because it's a, you know why? Because I my opinion is because it's about an idea. Design is exactly. first. Design is always first an idea. Secondly, execution, but always first an idea. And if you don't have good ideas, then you suck. So,
1: yeah, it's not about. It's not only about how it looks. It's only. It's also about how it works.
0: Yeah, how it works, or just your own style. You know, like some of my favorite um, designers, like Echo, that she did um, a bunch of costume designs. Like she did the Mm -hmm. costume designs for the Cell and and uh, Francis Ford Coppola's uh, Dracula. Yeah,
2: you remember that? Oh yeah. Yeah. uh,
0: That the costume design in that was fucking amazing but she's actually he saw her i think she did like fashion stuff prior and he, he found mm-hmm. her work but what i'm getting at here is that she was so unique she's not she's she passed away unfortunately i think 2 years ago or oh, a year I ago didn't or something know that. yeah unfortunately but um she was to me is 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 a really good example of of being yourself you know because i noticed yeah. that there's a lot of trends right there's always these trends but there's I think what's happening now is that the trends are getting so fast, but they're becoming so big so quickly because there's so yeah. many people, there's so many artists out there. And that's great. It's great because there's a lot of people creating, but there's a lot of people just wanting to piggyback on one another, you know, and it's always happened. It's happened since the beginning of all this kind of stuff.
1: But... Yeah, I remember Sijian times and Craig Mullins. Oh, yeah. Everyone was Craig Mullins that time. <laughs> Craig Mullins is great and, and what's
0: yeah. cool what's cool about him I think is that he's still Craig Mullins like yeah. only he can charge what he charges really you know he can still do it because he's that the originator true. you know which to me makes him the coolest one and it makes him even cooler because he's he's a, he, he didn't change with the time like he let the yeah. time he let the time pass and let the trends pass but he was still I think he realized the value of himself you know there's a lot of people artists myself included that uh pay a little bit more attention to the trends than they should and just focus on themselves you know and that's we're going to stay into the next part where i think we're going to talk a little bit and you don't expose anything you don't want to but talk a little mm-hmm. bit about you wanting to do like kind of your own stuff and have your own kind of concepts and stories and ideas because you've been working on other people's stuff for so long I, I'm, I'm assuming that it's coming it's eventually you know eventually you can only work for somebody for so long at a yeah. high level until you realize that hey I have ideas too and I have a voice too and I have all these things in my head that I want to get out too you know and you start realizing your own self value um, can you talk yeah. about that or would you get would you get, spank, can, get spankings get yeah I can get some you get a reef. Naughty Dog spanking
1: <laughs> they're like what are you no talking want. about Naughty Dog is pretty actually pretty open to Two ideas. That's smart. That's really um, cool of them to do that, too. Dude, The the Last of Us, mm-hmm. um, that's Neil Druckmann. Mm-hmm. That's when the director. He, yeah, that's the director. He started, I can't remember, but I think he was a programmer when he started at Naughty Dog.
2: Oh, cool.
0: So he, he worked in his way all the way up. Yeah, he
1: just figured out, um, like, who'd, I don't want to speak for him. Who to sleep him. with? Like, I, was, I, I wasn't I was there for, like, the very beginning so I, I I don't know what's 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 his progress or climbing the ladder was.
0: Just make it up. Tell me.
1: Cool. But, make it cool. But from what I, what I can tell <laughs> is that you know he, he was he's like a super passionate guy. Yeah. He he has a good vision and he works really really fucking hard. Mm. Like he's the mo- one of the most hardest working uh, guys I ever known. That's cool. And um, so he worked hard to. You know to pitch his idea for The Last of Us, and you know, CEOs Evan and, and Christoph are like, Yeah, let's do it. Awesome, because it was so awesome! Like, you know,
0: it's, it's like a biological warfare, like terrorism kind of thing, right? That takes yeah. over, and then like kind of zombie kind of things. <laughs> I don't even know. Sorry, I'm, I don't want oh, to say the, the Last of Us, yeah. I oh, don't... it's
1: based on this uh, documentary from BBC, okay, um, where they're talking about. The parasite like the fun- fungal parasite mm-hmm. that is attacking uh insects okay. and ants and he's just making them crazy and behave like not like an ant for example and then they <laughs> die like a cat and there's like this this fucking huge mushroom growing out of their head mm. and it sprouts and infest other other ants kind of like it, anthrax or something yeah or some kind of so it's like a real thing mm. and you know it can happen like you can there was i think there was some uh science science uh guys from i don't remember where from there's a video been posting it was it's been posted like uh, a couple of weeks ago okay on naughty dogs uh, blog i think hmm. uh where they're actually talking things like whatever is happening in the last of us is actually really plausible oh that's because nice. The fungus can attack humans and make them crazy wow like it, you can cross it is mutate yeah it is bi- biologically possible so this is it's kind of fucking scary it's legitimate then huh yeah Ugh,
0: oh, that sucks we <laughs> will just oh, yeah that sound good
1: yeah you you get you get Thanks. up to water, you want to you want to buy some starbucks and you see the mushroom man so
0: you know actually there's a lot of mold in the starbucks coffee <laughs> no joke man so don't drink that shit it's- Fucking crap. Coffee, it's bad. Starbucks coffee is even worse. It's also there's a lot of like crazy chemicals in like the creamers and stuff too.
1: Oh, I don't drink any of that. Yeah,
0: well, me neither. So I'm just saying. <laughs> anyways, <laughs> anyways. So don't eat the don't eat the ants with the mushroom heads, and don't drink Starbucks coffee because it'll give you the mushroom head. How, how how odd would that be if if Starbucks was like the main like hub like everybody got yeah, the disease was, from Starbucks? That's actually it would happen like in one day. Because... It would happen in one day. Everybody would have it. Everybody.
1: Yeah, pretty Just... much everyone because it's everywhere and everyone is drinking it. Yeah. Damn it. Fuck.
0: And then in the history books, 20 years later, when the last survivors is able to, to defeat off the mushroom heads, it'll be like it was all <laughs> from that fucking starbucks you know it would have the starbucks logo with a big x on it the yeah. chick you know yeah dude boom we should do the last of us part two here i'd pitch that idea to your boss
1: yeah i will <laughs> starbucks great
2: <laughs>
0: yeah <laughs> please no don't tell him that yeah that <laughs> no. would be
1: I, i'm pretty sure it will be a lawsuit right away
0: <laughs> no he can do it with us it'd be great we could do the cat thing and everything it would be awesome uh, the cat thing. <laughs> no, I mean it all jokes aside <laughs> all jokes aside, um, congratulations to your, your team and everybody. I mean I mean I, like I said, I haven't haven't played it. Um I don't really play video games. Uh just I don't make time for it. I need to. Um but uh yeah, it looks really yeah, beautiful. Yeah, definitely
1: try it because
0: it looks beautiful. I've just heard amazing things about only, it too.
1: Not only looks beautiful, but I mean there aren't many games out there that actually really good in terms of story and characters
0: mm-hmm. that's what i hear it's like so there's great. something
1: there's something um it's like okay it's like it's really hard in films uh, you only have like two two and a half hours to build a relationship yeah. with the characters yeah so there's no way you can build that deep relationship and that deep care for the characters in the film as you can do in video games or tv series yeah yeah like look at breaking bad yeah like, breaking
0: bad is a prime you, example of how amazing exactly the power you, you, yeah
1: you love walter white because you know his whole story throughout the seasons
0: yeah yeah um it's interesting how the the medium has changed so much because yeah, yeah we used to be um people used to be so enthralled by the the experience of having like 20 minutes or 20 or yeah. are two hours of something and now um the extension of like these amazing productions like uh, i haven't seen it yet but i hear it's great like game of thrones the production value like my wife watches it and i saw a little bit of it and it just looks amazing it's we like be- watch it's it like better too. than movies yeah it's, just, it's like dude movies get out of here, movies like <laughs> it's a dying <laughs> art form unfortunately you know unless and, and um, that, i have a couple ideas on how they could fix yeah. some of that but it's just, I think it's the the way that we consume things different now, you know, we consume things at a, a totally different rate, Yeah. a lot faster, but um, it's more intensive, you know, so that this game has a lot of that, huh? It's just very involved. Yeah, it's,
1: it's because you, you learn the stories of those characters, yeah. you, you get used to them and you kind of build, it kind of slowly builds this relationship between those two characters, Joel and Ellie but also makes you care about them more the more you you like interact with them that's cool and like for me it would i i can't myself i can't imagine this game being created as a film because i i think it would lose a lot of that you know
0: yeah connection it's like going backwards i guess huh? and it's all
1: about it in the end i i'm, I'm not gonna spoil anything but in the end Tell it's me. all about whatever you 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 know you learn from from Caring about those two guys, you know.
2: Mm.
0: Yeah. I mean, maybe. I mean, you never know. the The thing with like movies, though, is is once you think that something's done, there's an amazing director that comes out and just makes it, just does it right, you know. Yeah. So it's it's a. Uh, it's just I think with what's the current situation, it's, it's just not as strong, you know. Like, but uh, and you know, like even like shows like Lost, like the first three seasons of Lost were really strong. Yeah. Um. But but is because the character development you had so much time to develop with them you know True. Sure. longer relationships and more intensive like experiences and all that kind of stuff what do you do you think of video games as being like kind of like the next i mean because it, it's kind of it, like look at the transformations come all the way from like atari and like pong and all that kind of stuff to like these cinematic movie like experiences you know do you do you feel that it's kind of because you've been involved with this for so long, do you feel that it's like the next kind it's of
1: hard to say? I, I wish it would be like that, mm-hmm. but then again, if you look at the games industry, <laughs> how many how many games out there yearly are actually really good and you really care about them? Mm. Like not so
0: many, huh? Well, I don't. I don't know. I don't play games. I've heard games like I've heard that game Journey was was really interesting. Sure, have kind of a special, different take on things i mean the last video game to be honest the last video game i remember like playing and winning and beating it it was like back and like when i was like a freshman in high school and i played the first metal gear solid on playstation one yeah and uh i mean it's a good game still i would still yeah. play it i just i think i just re-got the the whole box set um of all those games but um that's like and then i play like racing games sometimes because i like cars and i'm i don't i can't afford a ferrari so i just like make pretend and use a controller <laughs>
1: yeah in some regards in some regards i observe that you know game industry is kind of turning into hollywood Mm. in some terms
0: what do you mean by that
1: because um you you you're ending up with just a couple titles that are really good Mm -hmm. like high budget titles that are really good and worth your attention and your money yeah and those come usually from from well-renowned studios so like Yeah, likewise in films, well-renowned directors usually are, you know, uh, producing good films. Yeah. Usually, I say.
0: Usually, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well, it's all subjective, you know, so one thing we like, you know, it's just not what
1: other people like, yeah. Um, And then you have a lot of really cool and successful indie games, like smaller budget. Mm -hmm. It's like, you know, independent films.
0: Independent films, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, David Lynch kind of style. Just more, like, art, artsy. Yeah. But I think a lot of it breaks down to money, right? <clears> yeah, when and then you it.
1: have you have a lot of average games and collapsing studios. In this industry, it looks like this. If the studio doesn't sell the game, if the mm-hmm. game doesn't sell well, mm-hmm. the studio just drowns. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just it's just all publishers right now.
0: Mm-hmm. Because so of the it's way, like, how, much, how many eyes they get it in front of? Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: And it's also, like... Meaning the expectations of sales, the cost of marketing, and the budgets of games are getting larger and larger every year.
0: Yeah, it's pretty crazy. How much did the uh, Last of Us
1: cost? I don't know. I wish I knew. Tons, right? I don't know. I mean, do I, don't, have, think, I a... don't think it was expensive game in mm. the end. Yeah, like I know a couple Ballpark. of expensive, really expensive games. Um, I, I I don't really I don't know. It's it's it was just like I would guess, but it would be far off. Mm. And I don't want to just you know shoot shoot numbers I'm and then quote get you. I'm and then second. get email email from PR. What the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I don't want to get you in trouble, but
0: that's fine. But I mean, I'm just guessing. I'm just asking because I don't know much about this yeah. system. So and it's interesting to me because I'm really into film, and I'm working on like getting further in, along into that like directing and, and writing and stuff so it's interesting but to me
1: you know you know how it works in film right like if you want to make a yeah. film that is like if you want to make a film of a budget of 30 million it has to make 60 million in order to actually make any money yeah yeah and it's, it's just getting really similar in the games to some degree at least
0: yeah yeah and, it, and the, so the thing is that's interesting is it it's like when when uh budgets meet art you know and there's a lot of sacrifice that happens in between there and sometimes it works and sometimes not so much you know where just people are pressured in the wrong way i feel you know they're not they're not necessarily doing art for sake of expression but they're doing art for the sake of like just making a paycheck you know yeah and hey i'm guilty of that just as much as other people but it's important to try to consciously be aware of that yeah and focus on like making projects that you feel passionate about for the passion's sake you know because then you make something that is unique and special and um when you have something special it feels like it's always the thing that will always la- last the test of time you know
1: yeah exactly
0: like only some only certain people have a certain type of vision you know and They'll take that much risk to establish it and make sure that people um, believe in it as well, you know? So, but it takes a a tremendous amount of sacrifice to really get something as big as a film off this, off the, off the, you know, off the concept floor, I suppose, if you would say, you know, it takes a ton of effort and, and ability to get things even moving, but once it goes it goes pretty quick i think too once you get the right people in line and all the stars align it kind of flashes before your eyes it seems so yeah but but i think it's probably similar with games you know did you know that um um nolan nolan and his brother christopher nolan and his brother i think jordan is his name i think i from what i heard that they wrote inception to actually be a video game like they wrote it uh, wow, I didn't know that. In sense of it being a video game, yeah. So I think that makes sense of the snow and all that stuff, you know? Yeah. But it was supposed to be... I mean, can you imagine him directing a video game? It would be pretty amazing, I would think, you know? <laughs> with his visual sense, you know? Like, his, he has a really nice sense of visual, I think, you know? And then, Yeah, if uh, he storytelling. would be
1: on board day by day with a writer on board day yeah. by day on every meeting, then, yeah, yeah definitely
0: yeah 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 what do you think is the downfall for a lot of games like in your experience like what's the do you think it's a lack of heart or a lack of understanding or just bad people doing it or what do you think
1: I I think it comes down to the same thing it comes down in film which is the script
0: oh yeah yeah story story the is, idea
1: yeah. yeah I mean if the story is weak I mean doesn't matter how awesome it's gonna look yeah unless it's marketed really nice and Okay, with the games it's maybe a little easier, because you can make a game that is really uh, cool to play. Mm -hmm. Like the gameplay is so engaging, the experience of doing stuff Mm -hmm. is so amazing that you know, you forget about the story. Yeah. And there are successful games that actually slide on that. Um, But there, there aren't many games that actually make a huge success and are rated really high that don't have really awesome story Mm. and like the best example of games that are made right is like for example Bioshock or Uncharted 2 right because it's it's based on a really solid script likable characters and awesome gameplay that adds to it so all three components,
0: yeah, yeah, make it a, a memorable. So it's harder experience. in
1: games because you have to have those components, uh, like, really solid, right? Like the gameplay always has to be there. It it has to be really solid. If it's not, no matter how good the writing is, mm. it's gonna suck.
0: Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. So, I mean, yeah, because you know, at the end of the day, for everything, every experience, it's the story that matters most. A smart director yeah. would sm would spend all his money. <clears throat> or as much as he, as he could afford on the story, exactly, and the actors, because I feel,
1: yeah, I feel there is a lot of games that could be way better than they are mm-hmm. if they had the writer that wrote the script on board the whole time, the whole time. But usually, what it happens is that there are some there are some studios that will like hire a really good writer from Hollywood, mm-hmm. like really successful one. And they, they will have him uh, contracted for a month or two or three yeah. just to write a script and a couple of revisions, yeah. and that's it. They will just put it in the mix and, and see what happens. Yeah. And what happens is that, you know, when you create a game, there's so many things, including technology and programming yeah. and design and, like, just the fucking, you know, fun of playing the game is that you're going to have to shift around some things. You're going to have to change pacing. You're gonna have to cut some things from the story, and then when you start chopping the story that is already written, you're gonna start. You, you're gonna see exactly what it's missing. Yeah. And it's not gonna hold together anymore.
0: Yeah, I think with the thing with the Hollywood act, uh, writers and stuff, um, the really great ones is, is they're in high demand, and they make a ton of money too. So yeah. um, some of them make like ridiculous amounts of money, and so I think what happens sometimes is that they overcommit or they commit. For for only, they can only commit for a certain amount of time, mm-hmm. and, and yeah, the ideal situation is to have somebody that's passionate about it that was willing to stay on board. So it sounds like the guy that directed The Last of Us, and I have no experience with this, so I'm just talking out of my ass. But from the success it's had, it sounds like what you said about the guy too is he sounds
1: like very in, uh,
0: passionate about the project, yeah. and he was. I mean, he owned it.
1: He, yeah, he, you know, he just smart started it and put all of his heart into it. Like his entire heart is there, dripping it's... with blood, <laughs> smearing across the screen.
0: <laughs> and there you go. And yeah. so you know, every uh, there's a lot of factors, right? But every project, really good project, needs a like a fearless leader, I suppose. You know, a yeah. guy, a guy that's willing is is better that everybody than everybody at their job basically are as good as as everybody, but uh, is willing to to not just like delegate things, but is also willing to who never assign things that they wouldn't do themselves
1: yeah. so Neil was was that person for the story and the characters and Bruce was that person for the gameplay
0: that's awesome and
1: that's, that's why The cool. Last of Us ended up what it is right now
0: that's cool man and it's I mean it's probably inspiring for you too um, to see the formula working you know yeah and it probably makes you feel good to work on you know a project that you probably must feel proud of you know I would
1: yeah I I actually am yeah I mean it's gonna be hum- I'm not going to hum- be humble right now. Yeah. I'm really proud of it.
0: That's good. It's That's... one of the
1: one of the better projects I work on.
0: Well, it's because not... of the
1: reception, it's like there, there's always a, a doubt when you work on something, and yeah. you're, you're like you're in this situation where you, you, you might end up with something that is not really that great. Yeah. And you're not feeling happy about it. I mean, you, you put a lot of heart and, and and hours to you know to make it happen. I mean, in the end, you will end up with with your works that you can show. And yeah. be proud of, but well, it's really encouraging when you when you look online, and see people enjoying it, yeah, like really enjoying it, and when you see those all those positive reviews, and you know it's just really like it's, it's just flattering. It's like wow, like people are really into it. Yeah,
0: that's the point, right? But there's so many yeah. the, what you're getting at is there's so many different um, aspects that you don't have control over so you kind of have to give up the idea that it might not be good you know like you just have to let it go and it's it's kind of like i don't know i kind of relate it to like when a big project comes out it's like kind of like christmas morning when you're like six or seven years old and (laughs) and you're hoping that you get that gift that you want but you don't know and And sometimes you don't get that shit and you're just like what the fuck i didn't want this you know and there's all that all that anticipation
1: i wanted a new playstation yeah (laughs) exactly
0: yeah you got some socks or like a bunny suit like the uh the christmas story
1: (laughs) socks and sack of potatoes
0: sack of potatoes yeah yeah or uh, a cat
1: or a cat yeah
0: whatever (laughs) i hope danny's listening to this i hope so too (laughs) gizmo come here gizmo don't like No, that's it's it's cool though. It's cool to be proud of of, of an accomplishment, yeah. and yeah, of course it's you know I don't know how much of you your personal stake is uh, on other people's appreciation of your work. I think a lot of us creators that do stuff commercially for the mass public and stuff, we mm-hmm. we thrive on other people's ex- acceptance or appreciation, you know, but it becomes kind of toxic and sickly if it's you don't true. if you're not able to, to do it all the time it becomes very toxic so people that are listening and haven't had that are constantly hitting themselves against the wall on the wrong projects because i've seen some really amazingly talented people and met some that get stuck on like the worst jobs one after the other and it's just like they're wasting years of their life it's just like oh man myself included i've had to deal with a lot of crap as well you know but it's it breaks down to a choice of what you want to do though you know and, and then also understanding at the end of the day, whether you care about like what Joe Schmo on the forum says about your work or whether you feel you're, you did your best for the day, you know?
1: Yeah, that's but, why I never go on forums in, anymore.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, you can't please everybody, you know?
1: It's not only not only that, it's just like you, there is a certain, certain point of your life where you're only just going to like rely on your development of your artworks just talking to your really good friends yeah. that you know are really honest and can point out your mistakes. And obviously when you go on forums, you're going to get a lot of, <laughs> you know, a lot of discussions. Or maybe a lot of and maybe a lot of shit. Uh, but you kind of have to dig through it and, and find those, those gems. Yeah. And it's just so time consuming. I don't think it's worth it anymore. At least for me.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, come on. I mean, what kind of ego do you need to feed if you have to go on the forums for hours just to get like a pleasure, a pleasure comment, you know?
1: I mean, I'm, I welcome everyone to to critique my work. It's not like, I'm like, Oh, you're a dick. I'm not going to listen to you because you don't like what I'm doing. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's, it's a matter of personal opinion and, and there's a lot of, you know, a lot of good stuff that comes out of it. And I've when I was learning to paint back in the days, I I was in forums all the time because I wanted to hear everyone's opinion and I wanted to have my work shit on all the time. <laughs> and I like I didn't even look at people saying it's amazing whatever. I mean, they like it awesome, but I want to I want to see what's wrong with it because I want to get better. Yeah. Now now I mean, at some point you reach this moment where you stop caring about anyone else's opinion because you feel strong enough to you know deliver work that will get you clients, get you work and get your paychecks. Yeah. And then you start just digging new venues and, and, and trying to come up with new ways of work that you personally feel feel that will benefit, right? Yeah.
0: yeah. When when did you have that happen to you?
1: Um
0: is this is pretty recent, or a couple of years yeah, ago. Yeah, it's
1: pretty recent, actually.
0: About a year old.
1: Uh, ago. A year ago. Yeah. Again, you can kind of tell in your work, though. Scott honestly, Roberts, that guy, it's just like you know, that guy is just posting these Friday videos. Mm. I I really love his his free Friday videos. Okay. Uh, tutorials. He does like and moto tutorials. Posting, yeah, it's not only moto, but like pretty much everything. It's always every week there's something really insightful,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and I'm like, you know what, like.
2: Come on dude.
1: You have an alien brain, you know? Like <laughs> how do you come up with those ideas? Mm. Like I've never seen anyone doing replicators before him. Yeah. Like he owns that shit, you and know. And then
0: you did it and made that cool like character, right? Was that what it was that you did?
1: Yeah, I I kinda like, fuck, he did it. It looks awesome. And I wanna do something with it, you know? I That's wanna fine. like That's good. learn it. I wanna I wanna experiment and, and make something something new out of it
0: yeah he's really smart for giving yeah like that i think you know what i mean we talked about kind of like the act of giving um, exactly he, he could be really um, just sheltered and closed off and hey whatever that's fine too but he decides to kind of he's i think he's at that master level where he he doesn't really yeah. care he doesn't really care because he the, his bills are paid and he wants to leave behind a legacy i think you know yeah he doesn't want to leave behind like nothing so he, he's got all his stuff and he gives a lot you know and it's cool I'll have to check those tutorials out I was I'm thinking about learning hard surface and I'm gonna take a sabbatical next month for seven days Do it. I'm, I'm gonna turn everything off I'm not gonna talk to anybody so except george hall i think i'm gonna do it with george hall <laughs> so it's like it's crazy because he's one of my favorite artists and to be able to be like okay he's now we're such a nice guy dude he's so nice man and i think like we're getting back to it like even ben proctor is like one of the nicest guys like such a great person uh he took a huge risk on me i think and, and i didn't even realize it until later on but with like ender's game when he brought me on ender's game Mm -hmm. and he took a huge risk, because I think he could tell I was just really passionate about it, you know? Awesome. uh, Yeah, it reminded me that uh, it's good to take risks, and to open up, and to give, like, a young kid a chance, because you can go with some safe bet that might be more jaded or something, but you can also go with somebody that is hungry, because I was fucking hungry for it, you know? like. I like bugged him like I didn't even know him I went into his office when I was working on a commercial thing at the studio and they were like doing Ender's Game concept art I didn't even know what Ender's Game was and I was like oh, yeah. I was just bugging him it was great man it was, he, <laughs> and he was cool and I was like bringing in books for him to check out and he was just really accessible and stuff and he's just a awesome really, he's a great guy and it's it's what I'm getting at is it's it's, it's it's never it's it's a bad sign when you're not opening up you know when you're not giving back. Yeah. And you're not I used sharing. to be
1: like that. I was, I was really reluctant to share anything. Yeah. I'm wh- doing.
0: Why do you think that was? It's just like,
1: I don't know. It's just this self-preservation or thinking that, you know, I'm going to share my work mm-hmm. or the way I work and people will learn it and eventually they will become better. Yeah. And obviously they will because I look at the students right now and they are learning stuff in way faster.
0: Yeah. But they can't and be you, though. That's scary. the thing. The, the cool thing um, is, though, they can't be But then I figured you.
1: out... Uh-huh.
0: Yeah, I just... The, what I wanted to say is that, yeah, there's a lot of amazing talents, but, like, they'll never have your mind, you know? So that's what yeah. always... It comes down... You.
1: It, come back, it comes back to the same topic we, we discussed half an hour ago, mm. where, where I said illustration is something that anyone can learn,
2: mm-hmm. and
1: design is something that is totally different. And it will just take time. Yeah. Um, unless you have an awesome teacher like Scott Robertson, then your design is going to be awesome in no time.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I think it takes everything other than art, though, to learn design. Yeah. I think it, it takes it, living life and experiencing the yeah, world. Yeah. And uh, It's reading, just very
1: hard to learn to create something fresh and new mm-hmm. or Reha even rehash something mm-hmm. already existing. Yeah, but into something that will look fresh and I don't I didn't feel like Until I've joined Naughty Dog In 2010
2: mm-hmm.
1: I never considered myself as a designer. Mm-hmm. I was like I, I'm perfectly fine with creating artwork that's gonna be rendered nicely
2: mm-hmm.
1: But I cannot design like I feel really bad about design and I tried to tackle it, but there's just no way, or maybe I just didn't stumble upon the people that would help me out or material that would help me out to do it faster. Mm-hmm. So it kind of was like a long, long learning experience over time. And I still, I feel like I cannot design well. I, I see a lot of people designing better shit than I do.
0: Yeah. Well, that's, that's probably because you're a fan though, right? You're a fan mm. of art, right? Yeah. Yeah, and so you probably um I think if you're, you're if you're a fan, you're always going to be a fan and that's kind of the cool thing, right? That's what makes this stuff so cool, like really, like the the big thing that makes this stuff so cool is you're never going to be the best. Yeah. And you're always humbled by it every day, like you're always you always kind of like have to fight yeah. it. every day. It's like you you'll never like there's always going to be somebody better and like it's just that really amazing journey, you know? and through that journey i think you discover that it's, it's okay to be who you are and it's okay to be like always learning and humbled and being a fan of things you know yeah. i often find the trend and people that give up on our, our our lack the lack the master skill of things they like they don't show you know like they they mm-hmm. hide away and they don't like express themselves or talk to other people and they kind of fade away into the distance and uh and communicate to other people you know like yeah they they might make amazing work but i don't know if their life quality is very good you know right but the guys that i like i mean i'll just look at like my friend anthony jones like he's really wicked talented and he's like kind of new to drawing in general you know Mm -hmm. i think he was more like an it guy i don't know if you've ever talked to him
1: Oh yeah, I know Anthony. Okay, yeah, we, we we spoke several times.
0: Cool. I mean, he's a great guy, super nice and wicked talented, and, and uh, yeah, yeah, he's got he's he's a he's a good example of like giving, you know, and yeah. what that gives to you, you know. So, and I think I I didn't realize it as much until I got to talk when, talking with him more. I was just like, man, this guy really has it kind of figured out, and uh, it's just cool, you know. I don't know. It's just it's cool to have that that um be around people like that you know it just makes it a cool experience so
1: yeah that's but, why i'm planning to do podcast uh not podcast uh live stream
0: at some point you should man
1: i, I want it to, but i love you know, those it's things. never it's just never I, I just can't find time for it mm. I, like i need to commit at some point and, and i can do it because i'm just gonna think about doing it mm. and it's just gonna be thinking not just, doing
0: yeah do one so do one a month then you know that's easy yeah. to do. Maybe you like yeah. give yourself like three hours out of the month, you know, and that's it. That way you can do it. Did you get that book I sent you to or told you to get? I think you said oh, you yeah. did, yeah? yeah. Totally. Yeah. Manage your day to day. That book. I've been.
1: That's the best book I've ever they, read. They should
0: sponsor me because I've been promoting the <laughs> shit out of that book. <laughs> I'm like the should, poster dude. boy for it, man.
1: I, I passed it to other artists as well. And all of them were like, holy shit, dude, that's game changer yeah man
0: i'm so that makes my day right there knowing that you actually listened and you got the book and it helped you out and now you're able to like pass it along to other people because it really is a helpful device you know
1: yeah it's Just, amazing i love it it's one of the best and more most insightful things i've ever read that's
0: awesome i have a couple more for you that i can show or give you. oh yeah to you. definitely I have, um, there's this one that I have, um, I need to, work, I need to start reading. It's called flow, the psychology of optimal experience. It's pretty mm-hmm. cool. Um, and then like damn good advice for people with talent. That's another one. I posted them all up on my Facebook thing, but I'll, I'll, uh, maybe I'll try to do book reviews or something. I don't know, but that, I don't know. I think reading those books and stuff is just so good. I pulled a lot of notes from it. What did you get out of this stuff?
1: Uh, I definitely stopped looking at Facebook so much. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, it's a time suck, you know?
1: Yeah. That's true. No, I, it's, it's just like whenever I start creating, like I used to have, I used to have my Facebook and email and everything open oh, yeah. in the background oh. and it was just constantly buzzing mm-hmm. and like you can never focus no. so much no. and right now I just turn it off.
0: Yeah. I don't want to look at it. Yeah. Well, you're trying to build you're trying to build your um, social presence right now, right? So it takes a yeah. lot of work, but um, what I think is more important sometimes is to realize is that your work is always in the number one, you know. And oftentimes, yeah. I think we get kind of I get lost myself, and uh, trying to figure out what's more important. I, I only do the podcast for I do a podcast for a couple of reasons. One is because I love talking with people like yourself, creative mm-hmm. people that I really admire, and and, and I love their skill, and, and we have a lot of common interests. And the other reason is because a big deciding factor was when all that bullshit was happening with all the Hollywood shit, with all the visual effects communities and all that crap. And I was like, man, there's no podcast for like artists to kind of talk and express like ideas yeah. and situations and how to like respect yourself and all that kind of shit. So that's kind of like the reason why. I've been focusing kind of on that, um, that kind of crap lately. So, and I'm doing like freelance stuff, but I, I, I really love, I love the idea of just giving things out or, or, or talking and stuff, but the rest of it, I try to control my time. Did you, do you figure out like, how do you manage your day? Do you like, I can kind of give you pointers or just kind of tell you what I do. Maybe that kind of help you as well, or just things that I pulled from the book that I thought were great.
1: There's one thing I start regularly. Well, I've been doing this for two years already. Okay. So I wake up, eat my breakfast, and then go to the gym. That's like the first thing I'll ever do.
0: No phones or no um, emails or anything?
1: I might just scroll through the phone, Mm -hmm. but I'm not paying any attention to it. Yeah. Like I'm not really doing it for gathering information or checking out Things mm-hmm. I might just look at an email just to see if there's anything important and m- most of the time it's not yeah but
0: it's amazing how demanding it becomes and how fast you lose an hour yeah. of your day and it's it's but you know
1: I, yeah. I, I like if I'm waiting for a client to respond mm-hmm. on some something that I've sent in uh, at night maybe there's a time difference so and it's always always a good thing just to check quickly to see if there is anything worth checking actually mm-hmm. and it's not just forget about it and tr- you know shut the phone yeah. um, especially because sometimes you you might want to do a quick revision and you want to put it in your in your day schedule yeah but nothing more I guess
0: you should time yourself every time you get on the like a Facebook Twitter, yeah I know to, Twitter or email you should try it see how much of your day is wasted It's not wasted necessarily, but a big part of it is, you know, and it it becomes uh, wasted time because how old are you again?
1: 29.
0: 29. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, before we know it, we're going to be like 45, 50. And then, you know, we can only work these crazy hours for so long. And so we got to be really smart about how we manage our time and budget it out because that's the only thing we're really always against, you know, is time. Because it's always the thing that we're having to I fight I wish against. I could work
1: the hours so I could work two years ago.
0: Yeah, me too. What the hell? There's no way
1: <laughs> anymore. It's just so hard.
0: You're yeah. Getting
1: sleepy faster.
0: But the cool thing, is, what's funny is that if you're smart about how you teach yourself, like you get to a point where you're good enough to you can work a little bit less. And as yeah. you get better, it's like this, like kind of like this bell curve or this curve, you know, like. You eventually become like a master of your craft, where you just kind of continuously honing in and using different tools, and yeah. and when and then you're able to kind of like relax a little bit more. But there's guys like uh, like even I hear Scott Robertson like works like a mother, you know, crazy fool like he traveling all the time and working a ton, so you know, you know he's got the stamina. We all have yeah. it. I think it's when you're in that blissful moment though, and you're just kind of having fun and exchanging ideas and yeah i guess i imagine that his i mean i I haven't seen him yet but his friday tutorials are probably like what what this podcast is for me and for you you know it's just like it's a fun exchange of energy and like right just expressing like thoughts and ideas you know and i was thinking like more about it too because george hole and i are talking about doing the sabbaticals and stuff and i was thinking like man maybe think about doing like kind of small group sabbaticals with like working professionals and kind of all stepping up our game and, and kind of expressing things to one another i mean you're you probably have that every day because you work with a bunch of talented guys at naughty dog but for guys Mm -hmm. like myself and i think even george because he's just works from home we're kind of we're a little bit isolated or he goes straight to yeah it's like um that's another reason why i have the podcast because i am so isolated and i need to have that connection with other like creatives because it that's what i I love knowing what other people are doing and how they're doing it and makes it fun for me but um no, 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 I was just... in
1: your spot last year.
0: Yeah. Were you in Santa Monica still?
1: No, back in Poland.
0: Okay. You went back to Poland for a bit?
1: Yeah. For a bit. For, for a year family,
0: family or something or what? Yeah. Mostly. Oh, okay.
1: Okay. So, yeah, I, I was like, I was there and, you know, you, you have all your friends here. And most of the connections you have from old times are already gone. Yeah. Because, like, if you don't see someone for eight years what you're gonna talk about
2: yeah yeah
1: like that person has a different career in life I mean you can catch up but you know it's it's different it's it's weird actually so yeah I was like sitting there at home you know the luxury of sitting in only underwear (laughs) and working for clients is awesome but then like you know you're not talking to anyone
0: yeah yeah I, to so be I, really totally, I
1: totally, I be really I totally get you, dude.
0: Yeah, it's like shell shock. It's weird because yeah. I used to be very social, and I am a social person, but, like, I eventually, like, started hating to be in crowds and stuff. Like, I hated being in, uh, like, crowded areas. <laughs> you know? Wow. Yeah, it's because I was working so intensely, like, from home and never going out, and so that's what I'm trying to change all this structure. And, like, that's why I think one big thing that helps out a lot is, like, jujitsu and stuff, like, Cool. It's been a big deal, so. But yeah, it's it's hard to juggle it all, but, but yeah, I mean, for you, like you're next and you're close and, and to all these amazing, talented people. Like I, I loved when I was when I'd be freelancing down at, like I'd go down to the studio in San Diego for Sony, and it was so cool just talking with all the talented people and getting inspired by everybody. That usually makes my art way way crazier when i'm yeah it's not like it's not a competition at all it's just like mad love for one another it's like dude that's sick i want to draw that or like can you teach me that you know or people asking you to teach them something you know we
1: have exactly the same thing at naughty dog dude yeah that's awesome yeah because like everyone right now everyone is like on the moto boat oh yeah like anyone like fuck i need to learn it i need to use it i need (laughs) to do this and that
0: yeah it's pretty easy to use, huh? I mean, in comparison to a lot of other programs, you think?
1: Oh yeah, it's super easy. I, I started using it last year mm-hmm. when I was in production with Jupiter. Okay. And it was a game changer for me.
0: Yeah. yeah. Because you're just able to like throw together like quick sets and stuff.
1: Exactly, and it's yeah. just like Kit-bash it's such an easy program. Of... It's I wasn't using kit Bashing by then, but it's such an easy program. It just takes you like two weeks to get into it. Mm. And you like, you can really work with it after two weeks.
0: What tutorials and stuff did you use to get into I it? I think I used lynda.com. lynda.com?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: lynda.com has got great resources. And some others.
1: But that that was mostly that. And, you know, it's it's just it's just so easy. Yeah. It's like made for concept artists, actually. Is it? <laughs> I yeah. think so. i It I've looks heard that. like.
0: Well, and Scott's a really big advocate of it as well. Like, and he does it like all his cars and stuff and it, it seems i yeah,
1: found well. out about it from scott actually yeah yeah and i'm really glad i did because it, it saved me so many hours
0: yeah i think it's you know like <clears throat> when i was talking to i think it was vitalio was talking to him about it like because i look at him and his the way he creates and how fast he creates he's like the next era you know it's like we is he a moto guy? No, he's excess, excess image. So okay. So, but he's old school, so that's where he comes from. But I think with the thing that what I was getting at is that original, you know, be drawing on paper and all the, all the amazing guys like, you know, Ralph McQuarrie and all those guys mm-hmm. <clears throat> drawing really just, you know, they had like the gamut of drawing. They can make the Darth Vader helmet and Boba Fett, you know, like you can't ever draw that anymore, you know, unfortunately. Yeah. And then we have all the guys that started with Photoshop and then... Everything kind of looked like shit in the beginning. Then Craig Mullins is like, look at this. And then everybody's like, oh shit, you can be good yeah. in this program. And then people, one big
1: fuck you to the community.
0: Yeah, just, hey, you guys all suck. Look at me. And then <laughs> watch me paint like uh, Monet in the digital. So, yeah, and 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 I think he brought the artistry back into the craft. Yeah. And then from his his whole thing, everybody started doing photo Mash, and, and then people were hating on photo Mash and you have a lot to talk about with that too because you do use a lot of photo references and I do I personally think it's rad and I could give two shits because it looks cool you know
1: and back in the days it was the wrong thing yeah, literally you I go on staging concept art and other forums like oh you used photos so your you, you skills are shit
2: yeah and, and, like,
1: it, and, the... and everyone was like afraid like everyone was faking it like I've seen so many works where people just literally paint on top of photos and say <laughs> like oh I painted it from the scratch with One fucking single pixel brush. (laughs) I pixel painted it. Pixel paint in 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 MS Paint.
0: Forty-five million (laughs) pixels. Yeah, with with a with a mouse. Yeah.
1: Yeah, with the mouse.
0: With Photoshop one.
1: And it was like that back in the days. Yeah, it was just crazy. Which is and now now when you look back at it, it's like, come on, dude. Who gives a shit? It's 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 a tool. I mean, you're creating something for someone or for yourself.
0: Yeah. Well, and
1: you don't care how you do it. You care that you actually make it happen.
0: Yeah, make it beautiful and make it yeah. yourself good. Yeah, people get so attached to the tools, right? You know, that's what's cool. And that's what I admire about what you're doing now is because you're realizing that like, okay, I understand Photoshop and understand how to paint beautiful images. Now let me make like stuff in 3D to, to up my game, make it faster, you know, make myself better, more efficient. And, and so to get back to what I was saying is like Photoshop. And then, you know, then there was like the whole craze with like, photo mashing and yeah. then, and then and then 3d started to tick tick take off you know but not like Pixar or 3d but like real crazy 3d yeah and then, and then you got guys like Mike Nash and then uh, Vitali are... oh my
1: god Mike Nash dude
0: yeah but he spends a ton of hours and time from what I understand but, but it looks yeah that,
1: it looks amazing dude yeah I I totally love his work
0: yeah of course we all do anybody
1: that doesn't jackass because it's it, he, he did dude he, he posted on facebook once this model of hand i don't remember if it was zbrush or 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 3d just a hand yeah just a hand human hand like arm yeah what was like a robotic arm mm. it was
2: oh,
0: and ZBrush.
1: Detailed, so detailed like <laughs> and like someone asked him like how many hours did you spend like 250 i'm like fuck my brain just exploded yeah but then I thought about like, dude, that's his passion. That like, is
0: his passion, yeah. That
1: that's his thing, and good for him. I like man. really admire it because yeah. I personally have this problem where I want to see results really fast. Oh
0: yeah. Well, we're concept <laughs> artists, you know.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I really, really wish I didn't have that problem. I really wish I could sketch something and see my vision, and mm. then like stick to it and build it slowly. Yeah. But I hate that.
0: Well, yeah, well, it's just your style though, you know? Like, I hate that too about myself, but like, let's look at back at like some of like, who's some of your favorite, like, illustrator artists? Like, do you like like Otomo's work and like um, the guy that did Ghost in the Shell, Shira? Yeah. So like, think about them, think about the, they didn't have all these programs back then, but if no. those guys came out now, they'd still be amazing. But like, they'd have to compete with guys like yourself and Mike Nash. You know so the dimensionality Mm. of things is totally different i still love the illustration style because i I love that stuff so much because i see the potential in it like i could see what it could become if it went to different like if it became something else you know
1: oh yeah you're doing pretty awesome things with your drawings dude. thanks
0: babe thanks babe (laughs) i'm trying i'm having a lot of fun i'm like rediscovering myself as an artist i'm just having it it looks really
1: original and i really dig it
0: thanks dude that's that's cool to hear that because that's, I'm, I think what I'm doing now is I used to always look at everybody else's art and being like, uh, in the design world, I was talking to Danny Lubisi about today, like in the design world, there's 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 some cool forums, there's some really cool people, but for, yeah. the, most, for the most part, um, designers are very, to me, have been very closed off and, and very hush-hush about, because you can easily fake being a good designer, like a typography and stuff, you can learn mm-hmm. it pretty quickly, you know? and there's a lot of biters and it's oversaturated like there's so many people that like if you ask people like one out of five people says like oh i went to school to be a designer you know yeah uh, but um so that makes it very like kind of shitty but then like when i started to come back into the art world and concept art world and all that stuff i was like wow everybody uh it's like a nice group of people you know like i found dave repose's blog and i saw what he was doing and i was just really impressed with it with the, his like whole mantra and how he was approaching it and And how amazing his work was you know the concept art itself had changed so much in the like the five years that i hadn't even paid attention to it five or ten years or whatever i was like geez what the fuck people are (laughs) taking textures to the next level you know but and the the changing the transformation but it's been really cool just being able to to draw again and having a lot of fun and i think it was i I watched a video ian mckagg said it perfectly he said he was like drawing he was sitting there at his desk and he was like okay I need to draw grass and he was like okay let me look at like Norman Rockwell's grass and he like went through his book and then like he looked up out of his book and then he just sees like this beautiful lawn of grass right in front of him he's like why am I looking in a book of an artist when I have it right in front of me and he was like that's the aha moment like I can draw it I've drawn it already I I just have to trust myself and um it's been really transformative for me and it's been really amazing to see like the benefits of 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 applying that Mm -hmm. to to creating you know like the the, the um, confidence in yourself you know and that's why i'm trying to like preach it for anybody that's trying to create their own stuff it's like you should because it's cool and it's fun and it's more rewarding than just biting other people's stuff
1: yeah you're doing it right dude it looks cool Thanks, and especially man. when you look at cg hub or other forums right now
0: yeah because it's yeah. so
1: saturated beautiful though yeah look alike beautiful but look alike works yeah yeah it's really beautiful it
0: was really i was like
1: do you uh... get the same thing where you're not really like stoked about concept art anymore like you look at artworks and you admire like how well it's rendered yeah but like you cannot find an inspiration in it anymore
0: Hey, that's a really—that's th- a thing. That's a great you brought it up because it, it scares me because I get really upset with myself because I, I get that feeling like I'm like, oh, this is not good, and the only—the only thing that gets me excited is I just go back and like watch Akira or Ghost in the Shell or go through all my old <laughs> books, you know, like the what. I go back to what really got me inspired and no matter what no matter how many times I read through those books and like you know like I love the original Batman art like the animated series and have like the art book of it yeah. like all those books are just like oh man like this is so good and then I just realized that you know what I think what's happening is just everything's oversaturated right now. Yeah, and it's good. I mean, I, I I really love that there's so many people drawing and creating and I think it's beautiful and I, I love it. You know, I'd much rather people be doing a lot more of this than, than not. But exactly. I, fe- I but I feel that, you know, like it's just, yeah, everybody. That's a good point to bring up. That was on my bucket list. Actually, I, I every year I make a list of goals for the year. And one of the goals was to to get on that CG hub site. Man, when that when that when I got the notification in the morning, I was like, "Yeah, baby!" And it was <laughs> weird seeing my art because they don't really have illustration kind of style stuff. So it was really cool. Mm-hmm. It was really cool, and like you know, and I'd you know, I'd, I just like, I don't know. Those like those are some of the first drawings I've done in like years. So it was it felt good, you know. It's just like I'm just drawing Akira. It's like fan art bullshit, you know. So, but it's oh, fine.
1: That, that's what is inspiring, dude, because. Yeah, like you look at all the saturated, like the the saturated market of art, Mm -hmm. and you try to find something that'll eventually inspire you. Yeah, and you know because there's so much of it, and it just blends together. Yeah, it kind of, it kind of, it's kind of weird. Like you feel really weird. when you have your friend showing you new artwork of renowned artists, and you look at this like. He's just super excited, but you look at it like, yeah, but, you know, I've fucking seen it before. It's it better, <laughs> like, it's it's rendered nicely. Yeah. Like, it, it is his style. I, I mean, I did admire it a while ago, but, I mean, there's nothing new.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like, I
1: want to I wanna look at new stuff and, and kind of, like, soak new things.
0: Yeah. Well, I think that's when... Um... I used to get upset with, uh, I worked with this one guy, he was really amazing, just like one of my favorites. And uh, yeah, he was, I would always think he was jaded. And now that I'm like that, I realize it's not necessarily jaded. It's just that you expect a lot out of yourself. So therefore Mm. you expect a lot out of other people. And so you want to see people like reinvent themselves and like create new things, you know? And I think what happens is that um, originally, I think a long time ago when Uh, these ideas and concepts and movies were first starting to really make way you know like the big movies and stuff yeah Uh, people weren't necessarily like connected as they were now i think what's it's a sign of oversaturation but it's a sign of connectivity like back when like ralph was making like the designs for star wars there was plenty of really like sci-fi movies but they never looked like as good as his concepts but it was like if you wanted to
1: ask him if you wanted to theoretically ask him how he did it you would have to call him on the landline and, you know, be lucky to actually have him there at home.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like, (laughs) well, yeah, but like, you know what I mean? Like, you, you wouldn't go to CGR Hub and pull a bunch of images and be like, I want this. So what I'm saying is that the original concept was literally concept art. It was like coming from the original concept of an idea. Yeah. And the idea is the king of it. And so what's happening now is you're getting an idea of an idea. It's like a remix of a remix. It's like when Puff Daddy was remixing all these songs, people were like, what the fuck? But but for the most part, it was like entertaining for most people, so they're willing to deal with it. But when you have a remix of a remix of a remix of a remix, the concept, the original concepts gets delineated. Like it just gets diminished. And then you have kind of like this weird byproduct of something that doesn't really have a voice. It's just like a random hodgepodge of things. So it's like almost like a big part of the community just becomes one person, you know, that's what it feels like to me. And I think the way to break that up is for people just to be like, take direction and inspiration from like, you know, profound designers like Aiko. you know, like just fucking amazing. Or just from fashion. Yeah. There you go. Just, just that alone, just being like, okay, I'm going to make a bot, but I'm not going to base it off Mike Nash or anybody else. I'm going to base it off like fashion.
1: You know what? What was the most eye-opening fashion thing I saw? Hmm. Like, I, it just kind of made me stop to look at any concert art for like a long while. Hmm. It was Alexander McQueen.
0: Hmm. Okay. Yeah. 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 I think I've seen. See. Yeah. And, uh, what? What was it? What was the piece that you saw? Uh,
1: I just saw the book Savage Beauty. I think that's like the best fashion book that it was ever created. Hmm. And he was like one of the most creative designers ever.
0: Did he do this stuff for Bjork as well?
1: I don't remember. Hmm. I'll have to look it up.
0: Yeah, I have some websites for you too. I have a couple Tumblr feeds that you'd really dig. That's another thing I noticed about Anthony Jones's work too. He's very much into fashion and yeah. you can really feel it in his work. That's why I showed him I especially I showed... on the heavens hell, huh? Yeah, yeah, it's it's like a really beautiful fashion show of like these really interesting creatures yeah. that are rendered really cool, which is great. I was really stoked for him that he was doing that. It was like watching Danny make LMS and then watching him make his book was just really inspiring for me as well. Just like, oh man, this is a this is a cool <laughs> way to do it, to look at things, you know, and just just differently. And, and, you know, yeah, this guy's stuff's really cool. It kind of has like, uh, I can tell like Jeff Simpson's uh, really like maybe yeah. i don't know if he knows about him but i love jeff simpson's work as well because of his design sense you know
2: so
1: yeah he's the um jeff simpson it, it, he's, he's the guy who worked at ubisoft
0: i think so yeah yeah i think he did like um, assassin's creed stuff but oh yeah dude yeah beautiful yeah work. i know him yeah beautiful work though I'm yeah. really
1: bad with names so usually yeah, I have to too. like think about it. But, <laughs> there's
0: there's so many people yeah. though, yeah.
1: He's really original. I love his work.
0: Yeah, I think it's like he's like a mix between an illustrator and and uh and a uh, concept artist. Kind of has yeah. like some cool James Jean stuff to it as well, but we all we all respond respond to different people's art, but I think what we're getting at here too at the bottom of all this stuff is like if we're not making stuff for commercial blah blah, blah like we should really think about like what we want to tell, you know, what story we're trying to tell, you know, like what's the story. And then if it doesn't come right away, it's fine. Just start drawing. It'll eventually come along. You know, some, some artists, myself included, like when we create, we create, when we start to draw, and as you draw, the story starts to build in your head as you start to put the story together. Yeah. So like, you know, you, that is true to chicken before the egg. You just got to go and do it. You know, really, you know, like I'm trying to, <laughs> I'm trying to make like my own stuff. And, and I find that if I sit there and try to force it nothing happens, but if I sit there and just draw and have fun, I'm like, Oh yeah. And I listen to like documentaries and stories. I just start taking all these like collections yeah. of thoughts and things that I love all around me. And I just make a hodgepodge of random fun stuff. You know, do you, do you often listen to like documentaries and stuff?
1: Uh, some of them, yeah. Yeah. Not not that often. I, I like I really like to like if there is something in the background that is distracting, mm-hmm. it's just distracting for me.
0: Okay, so you focus on music only?
1: Yeah, mostly music. Maybe maybe some some TV show that I already watched. <laughs> and I just want to have some buzz. Yeah. Like background the noise. buzz. Yeah. Background noise.
0: Yeah. Do you um, what do you uh, what kind of music are you into?
1: Um a lot <laughs> yeah
0: yeah me too like i think
1: was, i went through what's the recent album that all you're really into? to genres outside of pop music yeah. I, I like i don't dig pop music maybe some but like not really everything i think kind i started of
0: pop it seems nowadays yeah almost everything at least because nothing's really famous really
1: anymore i started with iron maiden Oh. <laughs> then it was. <laughs> then it was Metallica. Yeah, then It was Sepultura. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Then it was Black Sabbath.
0: Sepultura is Brazilian, right? I think, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> then it was Nine Inch Nails, and Nine Inch Nails ever <laughs> since, pretty much. Like since I I heard them first time. Yeah. Uh, actually, my wife introduced me to Nine Inch Nails. Cause That's Because cool. she she was a great fan of it. Mm. Um, yeah, so ever, ever since yeah ever since I've been like listening to it and then Perfect Circle mm. so it's pretty much the same genre
0: Tool so it's like
1: yeah rock yeah. rock music and then so. and then you know it's I started to mix it up with electronic and alternative
0: yeah it seems like the the electronic it's like I I told my like friend, hybrid you know yeah yeah it's, yeah, it's yeah, awesome yeah.
2: yeah
1: yeah or and then dubstep <laughs> and like it's like it's hard to say what it is, but narrow—it's like a mix of club and dubstep.
0: Yeah, yeah, he's definitely Isn't like it? a new age stuff. It's funny—we yeah. had a, a friend of uh, my co-host that comes on every once in a while. He, uh, his uh, his name's James uh, Clements. He's uh, goes by a DJ name ASC and various other aliases, but mm. he's like really deeply rooted in like the music scene, and he like absolutely hates american version of dubstep <laughs> and so it's it was you know to me it was a really cool eye-opening thing because i just see it as an experience of listening to music like we, we we usually blast dubstep at like jujitsu and stuff because it's like powerful you know it's like yeah i i relate it to like current day like metal it's just really slow tempo but it's like the drops is very close to hardcore music because i used mm-hmm. to love hardcore music as well like poison the well and like all that stuff like uh i mean there's all the, the old school straight edge stuff gorilla biscuit and the, all the original afi stuff but it like it's funny to hear
1: what um, about fear factory
0: yeah fear factory like i never really <laughs> I, they were like so like like Sepertura, all those guys like they were all um like i don't know what it was they were too maybe mainstream when i was getting into like the really heavy like i was in like black flag and um, Mm-hmm. Like progressive punk music, Minor Threat, and all that kind of stuff. I got a lot. I got into a lot of that from my brother. My brother was really a big into like those kind of movements and stuff. But it seems like the music nowadays uh, is interesting. I mean, there's so much music, right? Music is a big part of my creative process. So it sets my mood, and that's a big thing about that book. It says too, like to set certain types of habits for your, like, to, yeah, to peak your creative system. Like little oh, music tr- triggers has been
1: inspiring me
0: so many things yeah yeah like yeah definitely like will open up either something good or bad within you you know sometimes it's really important to 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 pay keen attention to your mood you know yeah and the objects and the things that you paint based off of things you know like I actually I never listened to Nine Inch Nails growing up but I recently uh, started checking him out and man uh, some dark shit
1: <laughs> it's awesome it
0: is it's, it's, it's he's kinda...
1: fragile, fragile and downward spiral like the best albums ever.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's really uh yeah, it's he's got like a really unique uh Jesus really honest, you know. So Yeah. He consumes a lot of drugs, are used to, so <laughs> Oh yeah dude. Yeah, so he's kinda of get in touch with that part of himself. It seems like a lot of artists too a lot of progressive artists or just artists in general are usually chemically imbalanced, you know, we all are kind of and to counter that they try to use, you know, some kind of supplement to kind of mm. fight it off it seems you know that's why it's really an interesting for you know guys like ourselves or just um creative types to be able to juggle like because i know you for you yourself like you've worked with um really huge directors and, and on big projects with lots mm-hmm. of stress and stuff and you got to be pulled in all different directions you know you work on an environment here, or our character design here, or our lighting stuff here, or touch up for there—you know, like how do you manage to keep all that kind of together?
1: Um, I guess it just comes down to like what what George Hull was actually saying on your podcast,
2: boom,
0: boom. Uh, a
1: couple of weeks ago. Mm. It's just like when you dig the project, it's just no matter what you do for it, yeah, you're gonna love it.
0: Yeah, and I've been,
1: I'm I'm turning down a lot of stuff that's good and i wish i wish i could tackle it like all of it i'm actually last year i was getting a lot of projects and i was accepting a lot of it just Mm -hmm. to see how much i can handle (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) there's only so much you can handle without unfortunately dying from stress and overwork
0: yeah then you got to ask yourself like why you're doing it yeah. In the first place, like what insecurity are you trying to hide or, or like usually for me it was always like, I didn't know if I'd be able to supply for my family. Yeah. That's a scary thing, you know, so, and I always want to make sure that I can provide for everybody. But uh, once I realized it's, it's okay to say no, um, I think the quality of work, gets better because you allow yourself to have a better lifestyle. Yeah. And usually it makes your work better because you're able to work smarter you know so i think it's important too like and i got really a big eye-opening experience while talking to Vitali because uh how crazy he is <laughs> and how he takes time off to sharpen his skills and how important that is and yeah it was a huge eye-opener for me and that's why i'm kind of stressing the whole thing of sabbatical let's see how good i get with uh, zbrush in seven days so see if i can figure it out
1: do it it's It'd be it's... cool did you ever use ZBrush before?
0: I played around with it a little bit here and there. Um, but I not... think.
1: I think the UI is the worst thing ever.
0: It's the worst UI I've ever used yeah. ever. I hate it.
1: I <laughs> don't know who cre- who came up with the naming.
0: Yeah, they were like invention,
1: and <laughs>
0: <laughs> they're like, hey, oh. every hey every other program, yeah, it's not like that. So, good luck. <laughs> no, it's like. But once you get past it. It's,
1: hey, it's... we have this awesome software. And it's really great. <laughs> and you can produce amazing shit, but kind of have to learn it from scratch. Yeah. Forget what you learned so far. Yeah, Fuck that shit.
0: Yeah, it's Let's make really...
1: it hard for you. Yeah, Let's it's... make it only for hardcore people.
0: Really, right? I mean, I think its success came from the, the fact that it was like the first like soft poly yeah. kind of program. Well, I think there's Mudbox as well. I'm surprised, I don't know why Mudbox didn't take off or get smashed. They like smashed ZBrush, but I don't know. I haven't played with Mudbox, e- Mudbox either. I hear it's mm-hmm. kind of close to, to Photoshop, which is good for guys like you and I who spend most of our time in Photoshop. At least that's what I think. But yeah, ZBrush's UI is just, ah, oh, man, such a fucking pain in the ass. But. Once I started figuring it out, it all kind of made sense and uh, yeah. it, it, it comes together really well and, and I dig it. Like it's cool. It's just the terminology and getting to understand it. Yeah. It's, 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 it's that thing, right? Like, you know, it's not, don't let your tools define you, like define your tools. Like remember, that's what I have to, I haven't, what's scaring me right now is I haven't set out a curriculum or the point of why I'm doing these things, like why I'm doing ZBrush so I have to really define it before I get in because it will become a black hole I'll learn the program, then I won't have a purpose for it and then I'll forget it and, yeah. then, I'll, and then six months later I'll be like, damn it and, and then I'll be hating and kicking myself so I have to really figure out and define the point and the reason why besides the idea of exploration and trying different routes it's, it's key and important for me to be able to understand the definitive direction or 3D becomes a big black hole you know, as you know and yeah. you can easily get lost in it, especially for guys like you and I who demand instant re- results. Like after an eight hour day, I better see something cool, you know, like I couldn't do 250 hours or something.
1: But there is there's one thing that when you look at it, you forget about it and then it hits you is every single tool that you learn from scratch is going to be really horrible for you in the very beginning. Yeah. Because you're not used to it. It's like you're not, your brain doesn't compile it's like it's like Atari and you're supposed to work on like huge you know compiling file whatever yeah or like you run fucking crisis on Atari (laughs) yeah you know what I'm saying no yeah definitely gonna take forever yeah but duty for us it was like that with Photoshop when we started right I mean yeah true you couldn't create fast Work that looked awesome. You had to like sit down, countless hours to refine and make it awesome.
0: Yeah, try to figure it out.
1: Yeah, figure figured it out, and it's the same. I've noticed the same thing with 3D. I when I started with Moto, um, I used I used to do like quick block mesh in Maya before, mm. so I I, I kind of had an under, understanding of 3D, but I never modeled anything. And I just decided, you know, I was working on Jupiter and a couple of other projects. And I said, like, you know what? I got to sit down, spend at least one hour a day on that specifically and nothing else. Just learn it. And I took a huge risk mm-hmm. and started using it in production of Jupiter, And <laughs> it turned out to be great. That's cool. That's smart. Yeah. Because I was, I was faking a lot of stuff. Yeah. Like, I was pretending... I'm doing 3D stuff, but I was really messy. Like, if you look at the model for whatever I did, Mm -hmm. it was just like, oh, my God, dude, how did you sell it? (laughs) I sold it because, you know, I had the model and I had my fucking photos. Yeah, you're crazy Photoshop. Yeah,
0: That's what's cool, too, is you're able to, like, really fake the rest of it. If you don't, like, have the lighting and the render, right, and the material and shit, you know how to Photoshop fast enough and quick enough to get something sustainable out, which is good. Just
1: so, to it. yeah, that was that was nice because I was learning, I was practicing, and I was actually you know getting my paychecks.
2: Yeah,
0: that's good
1: and that's I kind of put it back it. on the shelf for a while. Mm-hmm. I used it in several other pro- productions, mm-hmm. which was which was nice. And then I think yeah, it just comes down to Scott Robertson again and his Friday videos mm-hmm. when he posted that kid bashing city. I am like, you oh, know, fuck you. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> like, I want to have life, but I can't. Yeah. Because now I have to learn it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: you're curious and stuff. It's just that next level. Like I was saying, yeah. like, it started with pencils and paper and then digital yeah. and then Craig Mullins. <laughs> but, and yeah, the more you do it,
1: the, the yeah. faster you get. And yeah, the of course. You get, well, it's like a language, you too, you know? It. Yeah.
0: Like, because English isn't your first language, right?
1: Yeah.
0: It is not, or it is? No, it's not. Yeah, so, you know, when you first started trying to learn English, you're probably all messed up. Oh, yeah, dude. Just like any other thing, you know? But look at you now. You're all pro, articulate and shit. You're like a big boy.
1: Oh, my God. I remember (laughs) those times when I joined Crytek, dude.
0: Oh, (laughs) yeah. That was awesome. But they were speaking German,
1: right? No, I mean, the the studio environment was English. Oh, okay. And so, when I joined Crytek... I was like this this Eastern European guy just like speaks like like fucking cliche Russian you know cliche Russian B movie you know what I mean yeah like really bad like really bad English That's and my awesome. supervisor was American who was like the fastest speaking speaking person on the earth and uh. The other guy, the other guy I was working with was Scottish, mm. and you of know, Scottish, like the dialect. Yeah, it's a really crazy dialect. The way they dialect. talk, it's like there is no way you can understand them. Yeah, that's so right. like, oh uh, sorry, can you uh speak slow? <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh but, yeah, man, sitting but there so, every day. Something happened from there learning. though. Yeah, you managed to do something out of it though. So. <laughs> which is cool, you know. It just it's it's a testament to your characteristic it seems, you know. Like I'm just getting to know you more, but it's cool you have definitely have like a a fighter within you to to push forth, you know. A lot of people I think would just come to the states and be like, "Okay, I finally made it, now it's time to relax," you know. <laughs> and yes. that's the truth for a lot of wow. people, you know, but no, you decided to take to make the best with your situation, work with one of like regarded as the best gaming studio or one of the best game <coughs> studios, part. you know. No, it's chill. And then, uh, you know, you're working with film and working on all these movies, with you know, which is great, which is cool. So are you going to be start doing your own stuff or what? Mm. Eh. Yeah. Come on, tell yeah. me. Do a little promotion you know here. I actually,
1: dude, I actually saw this uh, TED uh, video mm-hmm. today uh, where the guy was saying, if you commit to something and tell everyone about it, it's less likely you're going to do it. No. Yeah, apparently, they tested it.
0: Well, I mean, okay, there's this thing I have, right? If you want to find a truth, you'll find it. Yeah. You know, if you want to gonna... believe, if you want to believe in the Wally, woolly beef monster of the Himalayas, you're going to find proof <laughs> to discover it and to believe in it. Right. But okay. If I you... just
1: want to be vague as shit about it, but I'm definitely doing something with my free time.
0: Good. That's all you got to say. So what's it about? <laughs> just joking, <I'm> just <laughs> fucking with you. No, that's good. I mean, well, like we said, you know, like you can only work for somebody at your level for so long yeah. until you want to make your own stuff. You know, whether it make you make your own book or story or what. You know, like because we've just it's like uh, we're kind of like we, we Tim Tater said it really great in the last podcast I did with him is. He says we're kind of like, which just makes total sense, and I agree with is that we're kind of like, we're skilled craftsmen that we, we're like plumbers, right? Mm-hmm. And once you once you master the skill of plumbing, you're like, okay, now how are the rest of the house built, you know, let me make the rest of this house. Yeah. And then you understand really what matters is the story, which is the foundation of the house, because without that, nothing, nothing matters, you know? You just have a bunch of junk just laying on the ground so and then you just discover that you like to tell stories and understand like the point and reason behind all this work you know so which is good which is cool it's cool to hear that you're doing your own thing though it's cool it's cool now go do it don't make excuses jerk i'm not making excuses (laughs) dude i'm like the last person to make excuses the guy that the polish guy with the cats he says that if you say something it won't come true (laughs) I think the opposite. I When I tell people Mediana to do something, like I have to do it, or like yeah, I, I feel like I let them I'm down. I'm just
1: fucking with you. I mean, it is really. I mean, they they kind of tested it, and it, it's true. But I guess it's true for a general, uh, like
0: general populace. generalizing.
1: Yeah, generalize, generalize, uh, like general population, right? Oh well, they would just sample hundred of people,
2: mm. well,
0: and it's
1: not not. It's not saying like everyone will quit yeah it, it's saying on average half of them will quit
0: yeah because there's a bunch of pussies yeah
1: and then you have half of those guys who actually are passionate about what they do yeah and no matter if they're sharing it with anyone or not they, yeah. they're gonna do it they no. just said i'm do- gonna do it so you know they're gonna do it
0: i'm just fucking with you you do whatever know.
1: you do <laughs> it's great because um, you're, you're a German asshole, <laughs> that's what you are.
0: <laughs> oh no, I'm American, man, so that I have that, yeah, get that Bavarian-sty, Bavarian-style, yeah. <laughs> Bavarian-style, B-um- <laughs> uh, I did a little dance, it was awesome, you missed it, because we're not looking at each other, so, <laughs> I'm also, I, I'm just chilling in my uh, board shorts.
1: Yeah. yeah, I'm doing the same thing, you know. It's hot
0: dude, it's hot in California. Yeah. You gotta it is you know, gangsters gotta be gangster, you know? <laughs> yeah. No, uh, no, nah, nah, man. This is uh nah, this is we've ta- we've talked a lot about, about a lot of really cool stuff. Dessert, um we kinda went random all over the place. I, I apologize if it wasn't as structured as you want. Is there anything that you wanted to talk about that we might not have covered?
1: I don't know, dude. <laughs> there's there's so many things we could talk about. There is
0: really, it's not it's never ending. Is there just
1: a matter of what do you think everyone else should you know hear? Yeah, like what would be interesting. Um.
0: Uh. uh... You know, I don't know. I mean, there's, there's literally, and there's a lot of stuff that I want to talk about that you can't even talk about, so it's pointless to even bring that shit up, because <laughs> I mean, I'm all about it. But
1: it, well, hit me. Maybe, maybe you're gonna be lucky. <laughs> <laughs> That's
0: what she said. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, can you talk anything about like your recent like um, experiences on some of these films that are coming out, like the Gollum one, or is that a game? That's a game, right? Or is that a hunt for golem is
1: that a oh that's that's an old project it's, we, old project. it's already it's already out it's it was like a it's community, like short film right yeah community project short film free.
0: that's right how about the Seventh this bunch of that...
1: guys oh yeah the trailer came out um okay. last week okay i was working with sergey bodrov uh he's a director okay um of the film and just directly the, he reached out yeah, to you. yeah no, actually, he re- He was with a production studio called Thunder Road. Okay. And so I was working through the Thunder Road
0: with okay. him. Good experience.
1: And, yeah, awesome. He's a he's a he's an older guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's really chill though. Like all of those directors are. You know, like you, you think about, okay, oh my God, I'm I gonna meet with this 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 guy like, he's a movie director, a celebrity or whatever, but like. You get to meet that person. I mean, he's just like a normal person.
2: Mm,
0: yeah, just well, kind of cool. That is cool. They they all are. You know, like people like uh, they like I, they make people like too big. You know, they're just yeah. humans, dude. They shit and they They drink the same water and they breathe the same air as us. You know, exactly. The only big difference is that um, they just they have mansions.
1: We
0: <laughs> they have sweet mansions that's that's okay there's a lot of differences and if we get into the nitty-gritty but no for the most part usually a lot of these guys are just normal yeah. dudes you know and and especially like guys like del toro it's like he's just a huge fanboy as well and he knows a yeah. ton about this stuff like more than anybody really because <laughs> he's so he's been around for a while and he's he's so into it you know which makes it even cooler yeah yeah how, how about like um you see, you worked on stuff with X Men too, right? How was that?
1: That was true. This is yeah, that up, was. Yeah. I I I don't I don't think I can talk about it how dare too you. much. I just I just created some work for it. Okay. Concept, I was working on it for like three months. Okay. Two or three months.
0: While working at Naughty Dog too?
1: No, that was when I was back in Poland. Oh, okay. When I was freelancing from home. Freelancing. Okay.
0: Cool. Yeah. Um, how do you how do you manage to juggle all this stuff?
1: Um, it's just planning, you know, Starbucks. like, I, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, here's the thing though. Mm. Um, back in the days I used to take everything I could to kind of like work my ass off. Mm. Cause it was like, Oh, it's an awesome project. I cannot say no. Yeah. And like, oh, it's another pro- awesome project. I cannot say no. Yep. And I ended up just working 16, 20 hours a day. Yeah. Yeah. No sleep, no gym. Were you married then? Eating, eating, yeah. Eating probably really poor bad. Wife. And, yeah.
0: She pissed at you probably. She was
1: about to kill me so many times.
0: <laughs> Did you guys meet in, uh, back in, in Poland? Yeah. You guys have been together We know each other from, uh, high school. Oh, wow. You guys have been together for a long time then. Yeah. That's cool, man. She, so she, she understands you. She must be really proud of you though. How far you must probably come along.
1: Oh yeah. She helped me a ton
0: yeah that's great
1: yeah because like when you have a person uh with you that is really supportive, yeah, it's like a game changer yeah like without without her many things would wouldn't happen mm-hmm. like I wouldn't have strength
0: that's good, man that's the important thing, yeah same thing with my wife too yeah it's good it's 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 a vital uh ingredient I think for a lot of your success she so, does yeah. she does does she do creative work as well or is she in some other stuff?
1: No, she's into other stuff. Oh, that's cool. That's even um, cooler. But back to the point. No, no Let's jump
0: around. Let's jump around. Jump up, um, jump up, and get down. So I used
1: to be a person that's a <laughs> yes-sayer to pretty much everything. Yeah, yeah. But you come to a yes, point man. where you, where you like, fuck. I'm like working so many hours; it's hindering actually my work because you cannot focus. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I, like, with time, I became more smart about it and started to like. Pick projects that I like yeah. instead of everything.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think everybody goes through that. Yeah, you know? and I think it just comes from hunger.
1: And then I just count hours. Like, okay, I, I know it's gonna like this project is gonna take me this hours and this gonna take me this hours. Then I only have that many hours through a day, throughout a day, and no, not more than that.
0: Yeah. How close are, so are you? I have- how close are you with your like hours? Like, how close are you to your estimate of being accurate? Um,
1: hmm. <laughs> if I work okay n- right now, yeah. Unless I'm really inspired about like something, like really pumped about something, yeah. There's no way I'm gonna work more than 10 hours.
0: Hmm. Okay.
1: And. If I'm inspired, I can work endless hours.
0: Yeah, me too. <laughs> it's the best. Time kind of flies like, by, right? And yeah, but just doesn't stay. Do you get,
1: do you get like, do you get that sensation, that, that, that feeling that after a couple of weeks you, you lose the inspiration?
0: Yeah. Well, it's um, it's like, and if you read that book too, and, and it's cool. When I was reading the book, all my ideas came to like fruition because what they said is exactly what I was thinking. It just. I needed to hear it or read it, but it was, what they were saying is that our brains were not, we're not built to be, uh, marathon runners, runners We're more, yeah. we're more sprinters, creative minds are more of sprinting. It's like blast and then relax and then blast, like release and then, yeah. like, uh, and then work and then release, you know? So if you continually go, go for too much, um, yeah, you can have really bad results, I think. That that's I've why I always
1: it. take it into consideration, because you can get really pumped about something you're going to work on, Yeah. but from experience, you know, after two or three weeks, maybe a month, you're going to be tired of it. You're going to hate it. Yeah. So that's like a good thing, the planning. Yeah, so
0: it's, it. yeah, it's like balancing yourself out, yeah. right? It's always like the hardest jobs. Like the longest ones are the hardest ones for me, especially with clients. Like I was on Ender's Game for like an, a year and a half off and on it was like so much work
2: yeah
0: <laughs> and it was like really hard to continually keep like dig deep and I was always by myself too so I was like constantly digging deep yeah to try and get it done but I'm big actually on fin- big on finishing shit so
1: actually the only project that was like hyped and focused and energetic for like 90 per- 90% of the time mm. which is rare yeah I uh, was the Jupiter
0: Oh, that's cool. So it must be really cool for a project because George was like l- talking about how much he loved it. So that's a really good sign.
1: All I love it because it. I I worked with John Gaeta and that guy has a huge brain, <laughs>
2: that's
0: real cool. huge brain. Is he a production
1: designer or something? He um, he was a VFX supervisor on Matrix and he was a VFX supervisor or designer on, um, on Jupiter. I can't remember exactly what was his title. Mm. But working with that guy was awesome.
0: Yeah, John G A E T A. Yeah. Yeah, John Gata. Okay, awesome. And he, yeah, he's just really cool.
1: Oh yeah, he's a super cool guy. Really, I, I love chatting with him mm. and reading his uh, his emails.
0: <laughs>
1: smart guy, huh? <laughs> really smart guy. Because. Working with him is like a constant learning process, mm. if you know what I mean. I don't want to you know, talk about too much without getting in trouble. Sure, sure. But just, you know. You can talk about like the broad strokes of things. Though. Yeah. He's, but... he's a person, like, he's a mastermind of VFX. Like, he created so many groundbreaking things. Mm. And his mind is like that. He's always, you know, really creative about everything. That's good. And working on Jupiter was one of those things where I, I had to get out of my comfort zone pretty much all the time. That's good. Probably and, grew a ton too. And that makes you really tired after yeah. a while. Yeah. But then but then you look back and you see, holy shit, like a couple of weeks ago, I wouldn't even think about doing anything like this.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's the beauty of being in a, a social environment like that. Um, because, you know, that guy has expectations of you and through talking yeah. with him, you, you you ingest his thoughts in his mind and then you, you like, you know, propel it out of your mind and, and grow off of that. That's beautiful, man. Yeah. That's cool. I'm really
1: pumped about the project. I, I so, want to see it in the cinema. That's, I'm sure. I'm curious about it.
0: It's the second of Cloud Atlas, right? It's yeah. the second book or whatever, the second um, thing. It's all franchise too. So, the, did you get any chance to talk with uh, the Wachowskis at all? No. No, they're pretty. They're probably super busy. Probably.
1: Yeah, they're they're pretty chill actually. Yeah. We'll as delete. as as a people, uh, my buddy Reed, uh, Southern S- 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 was S- S- working. Yeah. Yeah, he was working on uh, on side. Awesome. With Wachowskis. That's
0: really cool. Yeah, they, they seem to have a really good um, respect and understanding of, like, the craft of art and, and oh, yeah. developing and stuff and how important that is, so, because, like, you know, Matrix itself without the art and the concept of CG and all the visual effects, it would, wouldn't have been as strong, even though it's, it's actually a really great story and, and it's the thing that makes it so beautiful to me is, is the melding of all these great, um, large theoretical ideas, you know, which makes it so powerful and strong. Yeah, so why I love it so much too. It's still a still a really strong film to this day. It's dated, obviously. It's got like you yeah. know Rage Against the Machine and Prodigy and stuff, you know. So <laughs> it definitely feels of the '90s, but it's still great though. Still really strong. Um, yeah.
1: Yeah, I never thought like I remember watching Matrix when I was in high school. Yeah. Like holy
2: shit.
0: Yeah, mindfuck man. <laughs> I Mind, even... like
1: total mindfuck?
0: Yeah, I was like, wait, what?
1: and when i <laughs> when i get to, when i got to work on it on with Pachowskis i was like "Fuck!"
0: yeah it's you know that
1: feeling where you you get to work with someone that you really admired yeah when you were young
0: yep it's a cool feeling but
1: i have to i have to truly give all my credit for getting there to a body of mine Marek Okoin.: awesome because that's... that's the guy who who get who got me into it
0: that's cool man yeah george was supposed to get me on it but i i don't know something happened so <laughs>
2: Boo.
0: i was all excited maybe your face happened yeah i, I think that's what happened he was like hey yo, do we want to have this guy and then they're like give me a picture of his face I'm like fuck that that guy's got a beard we hate beards no beards so yeah i think that's what happened so it's
1: actually there's actually it is an interesting topic the connections
0: Oh yeah, connections don't are huge. Think? Connections are huge. Yeah. So important.
1: Guys. Go go out there and make friends.
0: Yeah, do not be recluse. If you want to make it, um, um and not <sighs> the thing is too, I think a lot of people and don't take this advice as being like go like code call, email and just bug people. That's bullshit. Don't do that. Like be genuine about your love for the things. Yeah. What it like here's a prime example and this is like straight up like this is my experience like i just i read george's article on digital art masters like five years ago and i was so impressed and excited about it and how open and cool he seemed I, like i found his email and i emailed him directly just out uh, just said hey thank you so much for writing that it was really inspiring like i want to work on film now like i'm gonna take it seriously and uh I'd bug him every six months or so, just say hi and show him something I was working on. And he was usually always really cool to reply, you know, and I didn't want to bug him, you know, it's like every six months, you know, so, and then, uh, until I got good enough to be like, Hey, here's some more stuff, you know? And then, uh, now we are able to establish like somewhat of a, a working relationship, you know? And it's, it's taken like five years, like I said, four to five years. And, but it's, it's, it's not like it was, it came from a good place was what I'm saying. Like, I wasn't just, yeah. I wasn't just being like, can you give me a job? Can I work at the witch house? It that's like, the worst, isn't it? Yeah, don't do that. If you guys have, if you're trying to do that and you're, that's just so shallow and rude and, um, people will do go out of their way to, to not give you a job. If you're doing that, I will. Cause I'll be like, you go fuck yeah. yourself.
1: <laughs> I, personally, yeah, I personally, I personally like... Now we have Facebook and everyone is connected. That's what what you said before. Mm. It's so easy to connect with people right now. Yeah, it was a little different before because you kind of had to find an email and get yeah. that person and, yeah. and be sure like, okay, is it his email? <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Um, and then write to him and the industry wasn't so big. So it was much easier to get a response. Yeah, I remember when I was like starting my work. I had a chance to, to you know, to exchange emails with Dylan Cole, and I was like super stoked yeah. that he replied. Yeah, and like That's super. awesome. It was like a groundbreaking experience. Like fuck. Yeah, Dylan Cole. I got a Cole. reply from he, like. He went to close. my high school. Cool. Oh, cool. Yeah, I'm gonna so, have like, him on the podcast. Dude, so like, when I when I look back into those days, hmm. like I feel like okay, I'm getting a lot of messages from students and and everyone. Yeah. And I'm, you know, I'm trying to do my best to reply. Yeah. But there is certain email I'll never reply to, which is begging for work. Yeah, dude. Or someone that is just bugging me every day. Yep. Cuz I've seen people like that as well.
0: Yeah, I have a couple people I just uh like it's just I can't I can't get myself to be like, look, leave me alone, but I'm just like uh I just, you know, there's.
1: I guess is I guess it's just some kind of. Respect like some guys something. just don't understand that you have job. <laughs> that you have to do you have your life? Yeah. That you have to like focus on, and you have all the other daily activities, like just sitting and fighting in a chair.
0: <laughs> That's like at least four hours. You know, for serious yeah. guys like even, us,
1: even something stupid like that is just your comfort. Yeah, you want to be, like you want to com- like, do something that is comfortable for you. Yeah. So if you don't feel like it at this time, well, you don't feel like it at this time, and shouldn't feel bad about it. Yeah. And you yeah. shouldn't expect people to, you know, get back to you ASAP because you have the most important thing to to ask about. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I I generally try to be like nice and respond to everyone even with like really really stupid questions but it's impossible Like <laughs> eventually eventually like some emails or some messages will just you know drown in in, in you know in other emails or messages
2: yeah so I think
0: we're for getting... all the
1: guys who are following me on Facebook or writing emails like yeah if I didn't reply it's because probably you know I just busy farting. Yeah, I was farting. (laughs) I was farting. Yeah, that's that's it.
0: So so don't be mad. He's he'd rather he'd rather be farting than talking back to you. Yeah,
1: staining my chair, so (laughs) that was more important.
0: Oh man, it's 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 true though. It is more important sometimes to just sit and fart. You know, because if you don't, then you're gonna hold that all in. You're gonna be upset. You have a tummy ache. You have to call your mama. Yeah, dude. Mama, I have tummy ache. <laughs> <laughs> this is the most ridiculous podcast. I love it, and I love that you don't care and you're just going with it. Yeah. It's legit. That's what's up. Cause yeah, it's it is because it's late too, and I get all goofy. You get all giddy and silly at night. Yeah. Because it's a fun time. It's time to have fun. <laughs> but no, I mean that's definitely it. And if if people are out there and. You're being rude, and you're just like asking people for stuff. Um, Just, just how about you sit there and think? uh, Why don't you think of yourself as the most your your most busy day of the year, and then imagine just a bunch of solicitors coming to your door and like asking you to buy candies and shit. You don't you (laughs) you don't want to hear that. You don't want to deal with that. It's the same thing. Just you know that's why I was really impressed and stoked, and I'm sure you had the same thing when like Dylan responded to you. Yeah, um, just because these guys are rock stars, you know, in uh, this little silly nerd kingdom that we have developed, oddly enough, is <laughs> there so many? What do you know?
1: Like once he like it's it's so much easier to respond to uh, to a question that brings something to to your life. Yeah, true. Like someone someone will ask like, "Oh, I would really like to know uh, what kind of tools you're using." Like, well, I mean. Dude, I'm Go not look. gonna use Google for you. Yeah. Just, yeah. just use Google and figure it out.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like look it up and stuff. That's another thing too. Like why I don't want to talk too much about like the shop talk on here is more about like the process and the idea of like developing yourself as a creative and like you know yeah. like you've you've accomplished a ton because you've able you're able to kind of to come across the the ocean, you know and to like make yourself a i think you're a citizen now of the states you have no. your green card all figured out or are you still working on that still working on yeah it. it's very t- hard I, i've heard many like crazy horror stories but um but um just the fact that you're able to do that to me that's more important because you can like we talked about you can learn all this stuff um but you can't like learn and and you don't really hear a lot about like these in-depth conversations with people like yourself who are hard to get access to um about the nitty-gritty and how to like you know develop yourself or to get these jobs or to, to to work with these amazing people and all that stuff so that's usually what it's about you know yeah it just makes it cooler i guess yeah i think there's a different value in it you know but
1: So yeah, Yeah. make friends. Yeah, make friends. Be be, be Be cool. cool. Yeah, be cool.
0: Exactly. Don't be a douche. Like, think of yourself. Is this something that a douche would do? And if it is, then stop doing it. So, and if you don't know what a douche means, go look it up. (laughs) (laughs) And be honest with yourself. That's one thing I can't can't stand more than anything else. It's just like people just bugging. And you know, maybe I did it when I was first starting out, but I was really try to be cautious of it and not bug people.
1: Oh, I, I mean, I did it too. Yeah. Like when I when what I, was, you know, I was a douche. No, that was douche. Just joking. Man. Yeah. I, I, I know. I mean, you look back. You look back at yourself and like you ask yourself, like, why the fuck I was doing that? <laughs> like, I wasn't. I wasn't a person that was emailing to everybody and being a con. <laughs> <laughs> but definitely i i think i had a couple of occasions where i was asking too many questions yeah
0: and not you know yeah not just like seeking it out yourself yeah and it's and it's it's rad that the person whoever was helping you was hopefully they're okay to not kick you in the teeth yeah (laughs) (laughs) go use google damn it but no it's yeah and that's what it it, like we talked about it kind of comes down to like helping one another out too because there isn't a lot of people doing this, really. And it's cool to help um, people out. It, and another thing, too, is it helps you um, have self-reflection, too. To realize, yeah. like, damn, I, used to, I remember having a difficulty with that. And it's cool that I don't have a difficulty with that anymore. You know? And it's cool being able to, like, help somebody with it. But no matter what you do, like, you know, they're going to have to figure it out themselves, you know? And whatever yeah. way, however they do it, it's going to be their own way, you know? But... Yeah, no, that's awesome. But yeah, I think that's a really key thing. Is to. We should talk more another time about like juggling your day and how to balance everything, because obviously there's tons to be learned from that. And I think you should probably turn your email off and your Facebook if you want to be productive. <laughs> you need a. You know that that book also says, and I agree with it because I've tried it and it works. Like ninety minute stints of no, no, um, no um, distractions to allow for like complete immersion and then take a break and then allow you give, like give yourself a 10 minute break of gift, like gift yourself a 10 minute break of standing and then like checking your emails and your Facebook and then going straight back into it, you know? So it's hard. It is, it is. There's a lot of distractions. Yeah. It's a lot of distractions, but yeah, but then you can get super crazy. So. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's about working smarter, not harder. I guess at this at this point, you know. Yeah. But yeah, man. Was well, there anything else you want to talk about?
1: I don't know, dude. I mean, Do you want to talk about something else? Let's talk about I don't know. One more topic. Yeah. It's getting let's late. Talk about something crazy.
0: Yeah, let something non-art related.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. Let's see. How lame let's talk are about we? farting. What do you like to do outside of art? Do you like? Are you into hobbies? Like, I'm really into cars and jujitsu and like chilling with my friends and family. Do you? Are you into any of that kind of stuff as well?
1: Well, I wanted to talk about farting, but okay, well, let's talk about. Okay, farting. <laughs> we can I... talk about sports. Okay,
0: <laughs> no, not sports. Well, I guess. um,
1: hobby. Well, farting. <laughs> yeah. No, <laughs> no, it's a joke. It's no,
0: um, not a joke You're being serious Come on Let's take this seriously So about yeah. How many farts do you You know that you... feeling
1: When you buy a car The first time You sit in a car Yeah if it's new And you fart in the chair <laughs> It's like this Yeah
0: Do you just go to the It's the... baptized
1: right now <laughs> Do
0: you just go to the, um, the dealership And just sit in the cars And fart To get that feeling Every time <laughs> So like you hit it And quit it <laughs> <laughs> You're like they're like you. So you want to buy this car? Nah, I just it smells like farts. I'm out of here. <laughs> this car smells yeah, like shit.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like I don't want this car. It's like there's a stain on it here.
0: <laughs> Whoa, dude! We're talking Whoa. about farts. Not shitting yourself. <laughs> dude, come on. What's uh, wrong with you?
1: Um, I definitely work out. Like yeah. I, I look like shit, by the way. <laughs> Uh, but I really yeah, try. You should come work out with I me wish, then. I wish I started earlier, when I was younger, because that would probably benefit me more. I don't but think so.
0: I, you can you can be buff no matter what. It's just a matter yeah, of sure, how you work out. it would out.
1: be easier. I mean, once you get to age of like late twenties and early thirties, I guess it's harder. Yeah. Friend of mine, like I work out with friend of mine, like. I, I work out actually with my wife,
2: mm-hmm.
1: she and kicks then her ass. yeah, she she kicks my ass. <laughs> That's awesome. She's really dedicated. Um, and then I work out with friends from work. And there's this guy, like he's 21 or 22, Nick. <laughs> like Damn he started you, Nick. Work, he started working out with me two months ago. Mm-hmm. He could barely lift the bar. <laughs> Damn. Seriously, like he could barely lift the bar, and like now he's you know way stronger than me he's, he's not he's not eating healthy at all he gained <laughs> like 20 pounds of muscle super ripped and like oh yeah dude i ate pizza yesterday and uh, it was really delicious like you know oh, fuck you <laughs>
0: yeah your metabolism slows down once you hit like yeah. 28 you get all fat
1: i was fat as fuck dude <laughs> well
0: you it's weren't taking thing. care of yourself yeah
1: yeah, in 2010, I was 60 pounds more than I am right now.
2: Oh,
0: so you lost 60 pounds? Yeah. I lost 45 pounds. It was legit. Oh, shit. My we wife did and I, stuff. we did we did that insanity workout. Oh, you did? Yeah. And then I started. It's
1: so much easier when you have a partner. Oh, yeah. And I couldn't do it by same, myself. Like, I did the same thing with my wife. Yeah. We okay. both were overweight and we started working out. That's awesome. And it was the best thing ever.
0: Yeah. I couldn't, I couldn't have done it by myself. I'd have been like, yeah, fuck this. Because like my wife's there, I'm like, I want to look buff. I want to look good. I don't want to be pussing out. My wife's all doing it. I'm like, I can't even keep up. <laughs> and she's really competitive too. So she doesn't want to be like, this
1: dick, he's beating me.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah, that's good. Did you guys do insanity?
1: No, no, oh. we we started running oh, okay. the first day. The first Ouch. day we ran for 15 minutes. Then we couldn't walk for two days. <laughs>
0: <laughs> 65 pounds is a lot of weight to carry around. Yeah. And you're not used to it.
1: We lost it in four months.
0: That's great. Good, good job, guys. That's awesome. You guys are really working it. Then you should try that insanity. I think you guys would dig it. It's. Oh, I'll, I'll Google it. Dude, it's fucking hard as shit. Dude. Like, like I mean, I've done a lot of crazy stuff, but like, I'm really proud to say I finished insanity. That's how, that's how crazy it is. <laughs> it's really crazy, because of how like intense it is. It's like, like the first time I did it, I almost threw up. Oh. It's like the gets Yeah. I, I, I literally had to like stop midway and go outside and like almost threw up. <laughs> it's awesome. I,
1: last year I was working out. I, 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 I stick to like a classical thing where you just go do weight training. You split two muscle groups mm-hmm. and then you do cardio and you eat healthy
2: mm-hmm. and
1: you eat frequently like once you combine those three things you eventually you know you're gonna grow or look better
0: yeah well it's, it's all like progress right it's the same thing with everything we talked about it's just like doing it it's yeah. just the act of doing it yeah and once you continually do it it's like keeps you up you know like when i do, um if i do jujitsu more than three times a week man i'm just fucking i could feel my body i'm all ripped up because my butt, my my body, like jiu is a full, yeah. crazy body it's just workout. Just this
1: notion of being sore twenty four seven. Uh yeah yeah. <laughs>
0: I get all like I get all PMSy and upset too. I get all like. Mm, like but all... I love
1: it. You know, it's the it's the endorphins after workout. Yeah. And the energy you get. Yeah. Oh my god. You yeah, it's so badass. So much good stuff, and your brain is like clean.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you're able to like flush all that shit out. Yeah, I'm gonna get a road bike soon, I think, so I can just because I, I like running too, but my knees are all messed up because I used to ride like oh. BMX and shit, and I used to like jumping on stairs and all and ramps oh, and shit. stuff. So my 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 legs are all fucked up. So I have to, um, I think I'm gonna get a crazy road bike and be an old fag and just ride around <laughs> with the speed with the spandex, the the Borat speedo thing,
1: riding around <laughs> with that shit. Dude, there is this guy in Santa Monica. There is this guy in Santa Monica who is driving a bike Mm. with like a huge American flag, and he's wearing like latex, g-string. That's my uncle. Afro, (laughs) big glasses, (laughs) like American flag, uh, g-string. That's what's up. Huge American flag in a bike. (laughs) Fucking hilarious. That guy's awesome. Nothing else. He's just in strings, and he's ripped as fuck. (laughs) By the way.
0: Yeah, because uh, he doesn't give a fuck. Cause he's yeah. ripped. He did, he can be like, I can just do whatever I want. <laughs> yeah. What a jerk. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, I would. I, I could never do that. So the, the thing that's been holding me off from even getting one of those bikes is because of that stupid speedo thing. But I want to be healthy, er. So I gotta do that shit. It's it's vital though to stay healthy. I think the most shitty times in my life, I wasn't taking care of my health yeah and it sneaks exactly. up on you it sneaks up on you especially for like guys like us that work like you know 60 80 hours a week it's before you know it it's like a year's past and you don't realize it and you're like fuck i'm all like overweight you know and i'm all depressed and my body's out of yeah. balance you know
1: for me it's these days workout is the first thing that's good like i will never skip a gym ever
0: that's good unless
1: yeah. unless some Fucking disaster happens.
0: Yeah, yeah. You should try and not have your emails, like, not check it out, either, because yeah. that's what I do in the morning. I just I get up, let my dog out, eat breakfast, and then uh, I do like something just for my personal self for like the first hour, just mm-hmm. only for me, and then I check emails. I respond to the world because um, if you respond to everybody's needs all the time, you'll never get anything yeah. done for yourself, and uh, you eventually just kind of come to the end of yourself, you know. So I realized that really helps out a lot. And then I just, I did, I divvy out the rest of the day, like in uh, 90 minute sections of just working on whatever clients are needing and stuff. And, and then hopefully I'm setting up so, to do the sabbatical so that I can take like full weeks off just to myself, so I can focus on it. Because I, the goal is to come back from those things and just be really badass, you know? Yeah. Or closer to it, so then I can I can get on better jobs with more money, so then I can take more sabbaticals, and then I eventually I can put away a lot of money just to retire, and then I can just work on my own stuff all the time.
1: So. Yeah, or buy uh, a Bantador.
0: Yeah, and do like a thousand miles an hour with a huge boner (laughs) those things are so beautiful yeah yeah it's like perfect design perfect design so sick i really want a gt40 the old old school ford race cars oh yeah those those look sick yeah they're only 40 inches tall so yeah i really want one of those so but they're pretty expensive so even like the replicas they're like 150 grand so yeah it's like a house (laughs) Yeah. But True. Cool. I think that's what changed for me too to make more money was like when I was in college I was I didn't really care about money. Yeah. And then uh, but I but I I'm really into cars and cars cost a ton of money, so then I was like, damn it. So then I had to figure out a way to make like as much money so I can just buy car parts and that's all I did. <laughs> <laughs> and then so cars were kinda like the the reason why I became more of a business person. Because I'm like oh. I'm like geez I, I worked so hard on this thing i only made this much money like what the hell like you know i need to make more money so i could buy this part
1: <laughs> yeah yeah but you write to your client dude i cannot accept your terms because uh, i cannot buy a new pipe
0: <laughs> <laughs> for that <laughs> a new pipe for that yeah that sounds good
2: <laughs>
0: uh, it's so, you're, you're, so you're so many levels yeah <laughs> Oh man, nah. this has been a good talk, man. Um, next time I'm up in LA, uh, we definitely gotta meet up, and hang out. Are you oh, going yeah. to Comic Con?
1: Uh not this year. Oh, fuck you then. Well, fuck Comic Con.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's so crazy. You get the yeah. you get the full nerd sweat, acne, grease. If I go
1: to San Diego, I go to relax and mm. chill because it's such a nice place. Yeah, yeah.
0: Well, you should come on down. We um, yeah. I'm trying to do more sailing too this year. Friend of mine has like a, like a sick little sailing boat and stuff, dude. So oh, nice. so nice, dude. <clears throat> I think uh, talking to David Levy about going out because he sails too. So yeah, we should have a little bro sesh. <laughs> ah, there you go. Sounds so gay. We have to bring our wives,
1: dude. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's just you know excuses. <laughs> just a cover up. Yeah, a little like, cover up.
0: Like mascara, or makeup. <laughs> Oh, like,
1: man. oh, honey, I'm actually, uh, I need to really, really take a shit. <laughs> <laughs> and I need, and I need my friend with I need me my buddies, yeah, I need my buddies. To me. <laughs> yeah,
0: because all that hot, spicy food. Yeah. yeah,
1: after all, girls, they go together to, to restrooms, right? Yeah, because so...
0: they make love to one another in there. Yeah. Because they're not satisfied with just the man, so. It's proven fact, bro. It was a study, just like your one other study that was done, a bunch of bullshit. <laughs>
1: Silly. <fucker>. You're crazy. <laughs> awesome. Well,
0: uh, anything else you want to talk about?
1: Um, I don't know. We could go forever. No,
0: we cannot. I have to go to sleep. And yeah, I me to, too. I have to draw some more stuff. I'll show you what I'm drawing too after this.
1: All right. <laughs>
0: but um, dude. You're an inspiration to us all. Your art's fucking awesome. I mean, well, uh, shut up, all dude. jokes aside, your art's awesome. And uh, someday, someday we'll work together and it'll be great. And I'll draw dicks all over your drawings. <laughs> <laughs> I'll hide them in everything.
1: <laughs> I don't know if you've seen uh, Danny's uh, Instagram. But he showed, uh, we gave him a, a souvenir. In the art book of The
0: oh, Last yeah? of Us. Nice. I don't know if I saw it. Did he well, see it?
1: Well, yeah, he's, he recorded it.
0: Okay, so it's a live stream thing?
1: No, he recorded an Insta- Instagram video.
0: Oh, okay. It's you like you guys are on dicks.
1: Out. Yeah. Cool. It's awesome. It's a, It's a state of art. It's like the best artwork in the entire book. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. No, I'll check it out. I will, I will, I promise, and it's on his Instagram, I'll bug him, I'll tell him to show me the dick, whatever it is, the fucking dick drawing. Hey,
1: Tony, Uh, when you're back from Comic-Con, can you show me your dick?
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, like, when you go to Comic-Con, there you go.
1: Yeah, just go to his booth, (laughs) when he's doing an interview.
0: I'm like, dude, Danny, show me your dick.
1: Dude, I know you're doing this interview right now, it's really important for LMS, but I really, really need to see your dick. (laughs)
0: I need to do a two-hour uh, render study. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, it's... It, <laughs> this is a perfect way to end it. This Talk about Danny's dick. This is perfect. Yeah. I I agree. <laughs> I think there's nothing else we could talk about because that's the perfect way to end it. <laughs> uh, we love you, Danny. And uh, Jay loves your dick, not me. <laughs> Uh, no but congratulations on all your recent success and I'm really excited to see all the up and coming stuff if anybody wants to get a hold of you or, or reach out to you or follow what your progress is what's the best way
1: Um, Facebook email I guess
0: okay and I mean
1: both of them okay. I'll try I, I'll try to do my best I always try to do my best and yeah respond yeah but
0: if he doesn't don't get mad people like I always yeah. say that it's like a disclaimer don't be upset and you know it's not because he's sitting there farting he's probably busy so <laughs> just 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 tell it to yourself he doesn't respond to you so you don't get super upset about it so <laughs> but no yeah. man no this has been a great talk and, and thank you for spending time to talk to me oh yeah and, dude thanks for inviting me dude it's of course fun. man of course no, and, and hopefully all the right people get to hear it and some of what we said is somewhat sustainable so <laughs> especially the part about danny's dick oh yeah oh dude he's
1: gonna love it
0: oh yeah he'll love it so good <laughs> that was great awesome dude well um thanks again and uh have a good night and sweet dreams and, you too uh... man
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay I gotta get off this thing cause um this is weird
1: yeah it's getting really weird it's <laughs> like late the later it gets the weirder it gets <laughs>
0: Yeah, we should do one of these times. We should do like a, like a six-hour marathon podcast yeah. with like everybody and just. But then I'll have
1: to do a lot of breaks.
0: Yeah, it's pee and masturbation breaks.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what um, the dude? I yeah. mean, come on.
0: I mean, that's really what matters. It's like how good you are at everything. So. <laughs>
3: Loading. <laughs> really okay, early dude, early. go to, to sleep. Right. <laughs> <Nine. Yeah. Second laughs> nine.
0: Okay. okay, everybody Tech listening. much love Why them thanks i dealing with us say. <laughs>
3: okay. yeah. Thank you, I'm ready to tell them again. Scan. 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 kill a man. What's up, the big scan? Scan. Gang, skank, me and kill man big skank Cow, pan, Scang in a care me and man the in a kear. Road, 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 gone in a hour with sword Oh, you don't know me mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. See me pan on roadside rolling mm-hmm. Like say you're a can roll mm-hmm. Me have the machine ready, ready for them Ready for mm-hmm. them, them. Mm-hmm. Now me have the strolling mm-hmm. When the big dog rolling mm-hmm. You don't want see when gunshots start You'll be like when dog got each right Come with us, stop at the roller Tell you the truth, I be not care about them. How when we duck it, duck it, duck it, duck it, duck it, duck it them. You gotta stand back, duck for them. Man, I've had a man for a long time. I swear down, you can ask all your people for them. Looking at my face, man, you don't wanna see, man, when we get evil, then, 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 then you don't wanna see me get evil, 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 evil. 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 Worse, worse. worse. Worse, Shuttina face, make it sense for the nurse. Worse. 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 Shutting in the face, make it safe for the nurse.